Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. A NASCAR crown jewel event. This is the Cookout Southern 500 Darlington Raceway, dating back to September 4, 1950. Today, 36 teams will battle the Lady in Black. 367 laps, 500 miles, and Alex Hayden, who's alongside 10 races remain in the season. No better place to start a championship run than right here at Darlington right now. Absolutely right. Everybody wants to put this jewel in their crown. That's how special this racetrack is. We're about to get the party started right now, so let's go trackside to fire the engines. And now, race fans, here to say the most famous words in motorsports, please welcome cookout representative, Rue Reeves. Driver, start your engines! Perfect night. We're ready to go racing the NASCAR Cup Series, the Cookout Southern 500, Darlington Raceway. Two more voices ready to go to work for you tonight on the Motor Racing Network. Just outside, turn number two. There, as always, from Barry, Vermont, it is Dave Moody. Thank you, Jeff Striegel. Good evening once again, everybody. Yes, oddly shaped, I think, would be an apt description. Egg-shaped is uh, more like it. This is the, the fat end, the round end of the egg. It is banked 25 degrees, a little bit more than the other end of the racetrack. That 25-degree banking will allow these cars to slide right up and run literally inches from the wall. And by inches I mean not more than two or three by the time this race is over. A good 85 or 90 percent of the field will have picked up the legendary Darlington Stripe, which means whatever's written on the rear quarter panels on the right side of that car will no longer be written on the rear quarter panels on the right side of that car. When they come off turn number two, the banking falls away to just two degrees. It can get very tight, very hectic, and very ugly at the exit of turn two to the Boeing backstretch. Now let's go to the other end of the property. High atop the Earnhardt Towers. Jason Toy of Barbersville, West Virginia. All right, thanks a lot, Dave. And they filter off that turn number two, like Dave talked about. Two degrees of banking, 1,229-foot backstretch. And they get toward the skinny part of the egg of this racetrack. The top part of it here, if you're looking at the egg from about 10,000 feet up. It is uh, turns three and four, 23 degrees of banking. It narrows up here. It's only 62 feet of racetrack between the top and the safer barrier down to the bottom part of this racetrack to work with. The busiest man, the busiest team here yesterday wasn't the guys in the Cup Series or the Xfinity Series. It was the paint crew. A lot of those Darlington Stripes were put on those race cars and put on the side of this racetrack here yesterday in turns three and four. We anticipate much of the same thing. Freshly painted walls. That's how they look now. By the time we get to the end of 500 miles tonight, they will not look like that over here in turns three and four. The 
run for the NASCAR Cup Series Championship begins right now. A Labor Day tradition. The cookout, Southern 500, is under the green flag in front of a sold-out crowd, and Christopher Bell will lead the field to turn number one. The battle will be right behind him as they make their way to the banking. Bell will slide up the banking. Cole command of the first spot. The battle for second. Tyler Reddick down to the inside of Danny Hamlin. He'll slide through and take the two spot. Side by side, further back for the fourth position. It's Ryan Blaney towards the outside. Down to the bottom side is Brad Keselowski. They'll stay side by side through three and four. They will, and that's the battle for the number four position. Up off turn number four. Lap number one of the Cookout Southern 500 belongs to Christopher Bell. The battle for fourth continues to be good. Ryan Blaney's got it, but Brad Keselowski's working on him here in the early going. Now Keselowski will fall back in line. Ahead of Joy Logano. Pretty much single file all the way through the top ten, side by side further back. Chase Elliott in that spot. He'll take over the position there from Chase Briscoe, but up front it continues to be Christopher Bell. Bubba Wallace on the move back there in that battle that Jason was just calling also up front. It is indeed C. Bell leading over Tyler Reddick early. He's got three car links in hand over Reddick, and it's five back to the third place man, Denny Hamlin. Five more to Ryan Blaney. Five more to Brad Kislowski, then four to Joy Logano. As the leaders work their way off of turn number two, looking straight into the setting sun as they go back into turns three and four. Now back into the shadows to the middle of the corner. Tyler Reddick all the way towards the outside wall. Reddick is there. Further back, the battle begins to shape up for position number 10. Austin Sendrick has this spot. He'll look in the rearview mirror. Now look left. It's a playoff driver. It's a Ford Mustang. It's Michael McDowell. McDowell looking down to the inside, but his lane will get shut off by Sendrick, who took a lower line on entry into one. He'll actually pull away by a car lane. Michael McDowell looks the driver's left of Austin Sendrick coming off the of turn number two. Falls back single file. He looks in his rearview mirror. Here comes Chase Elliott bringing Bubba Wallace with him on the back end of the top ten. Chase Elliott will go right to the bottom of the racetrack. Bubba Wallace already up four spots since we put him under the green flag. He's got a fast Toyota. Let's follow Bubba back to turn number one. Bubba Wallace into the banking of turn number one. He's got a really good race car here in the early going. Just trying to ride that wall. Now ducks low at the exit of turn two. Trying to carry that momentum off of turn two down the back straightaway. He looks up in front of him. Sees Chase Elliott looking to driver's left. Now with Michael McDowell. Elliott all the way to the bottom part of the racetrack. Side by side to the corner. He is indeed trying to find the grip at the bottom while he's got a good enough tire to get that grip. Can't get the momentum, however. Elliott falls back in line and re will regroup in turn one. Everybody for the moment in the top 15, top 18 gone single file at the front of the pack. The lead remains five car lanes. It's five car lanes coming back into turn number three. A little different lines though. Christopher Bell to the bottom side. Tyler Reddick trying to make the top side work. And Joey Logano right in the middle as they come back off turn number four early. C. Bell, Tyler Reddick, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, then Brad Kozlowski and Joey Logano running right together. Christopher Bell running different lines at each end of the racetrack here in one and two. He is right up next to that shape for barrier down the back straight away and Jason Toy a little different at your end. A little bit different here for C. Bell. This time he'll go to the top side. Then Tyler Reddick switches. He goes to the bottom side. That lead that was six car lengths is down to two. It is as Tyler Reddick begins to loom larger now on the back deck lid of the race leader Christopher Bell. The battle on lap number seven goes to turn one. Tyler Reddick running the Michael Jordan Jumpman logo on that Carolina blue machine. Closing the gap. It's 
down to five car lengths as they hit the back straightaway. Two-man race. They've got about 12 car lengths back to Denny Hamlin in the third position. This is the battle for the lead with Chris Bell off top of the purple Toyota. It's that Carolina blue Toyota with Tyler Reddick. Three car lengths off. And let's go to our crew chief, Todd Gordon. Todd, eight laps in. How hard do you want your driver on this long marathon race to be running at this particular point? Hey, you want to take advantage of the first few laps when you've got all the cars side by side, get all the track position you can, but you've got to settle in and figure out when to be aggressive, when not to. You can't be aggressive sliding the tires around at this point because you're just going to take life out of the tires for the long run. Be, be I guess, cautiously aggressive. When you see an opportunity to pass a car and make the pass, be clear with it. Take a corner or two and be aggressive. Kyle Larson doing just that. A playoff driver just picked up uh, the 15th position on Chase Briscoe. Further back, two more playoff drivers had to come from the back of the field. One of them by just a bad qualifying effort in Martin Truex Jr. Started 31st. He's up to 27th. And then Kyle Busch, who had to go to the tail end of the field for changing a rear toe link after making contact with the safer barrier in practice. Kyle Busch has been able to climb from the back of the field 36 up to the 30th position, Jeff. And let's pick up Martin Trucks Jr. He works down the long back straightaway. He'll take his Toyota Alex right to the middle of the racetrack. Like you said, he is trying to come from deep in the field. Started 31st today, and here he comes back up and off turn number four. Back across the start-finish line, working on another playoff driver back bumper, and that's Stenhouse. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. goes to the top of the racetrack. If anybody in the field is perfectly suited for the job at hand, it's Martin Truex Jr., very methodical, thinks things through, does not make crazy moves, and Jason Toy, he's causing problems for Ricky Stenhouse. And he's being very patient about it, not trying to force that Toyota inside, just waiting for the first opportunity to do it. He's got it this time in four. So Truex continues to come up through the field all the while. His teammate, Christopher Bell, has led the first 12 laps. He's done so over Tyler Reddick, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, and Brad Kozlowski. That is your top five. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's not here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. The field continues to work under the green flag. Lap number 18 is about to go up on the board. So, Todd Gordon, it's worth revisiting because strategy will be the key to get those fresh good years. About what lap do you expect these crew chiefs to pull their drivers in? If I break this down, I feel like it's about 37 or 38, but none of these guys are going to want to be late. So I would look for this cycle to probably start 34, 35. Guys coming to pit road want to be early. All right, so that's coming up here uh, not too far away as we work lap number 19. Alex, I mentioned that we're being led tonight early by three Toyotas, then a ton of Fords, and where in the world is the highest running Chevrolet? We'll tell you. It's Bell, Reddick, and Hamlin in the Toyotas. 
the highest-running Ford Mustang, Ryan Blaney over Brad Kozlowski, Joey Logano, and Kevin Harvick make up the top seven. So we'll go on down the rest of the top ten, which are all Ford Mustangs. You've got Chris Buescher in eighth, Eric Almirola ninth, Austin Sendrick is tenth, eleventh is Michael McDowell, twelfth is the highest-running Chevrolet, Jeff. And that is Kyle Larson, then comes Bubba Wallace and Ty Gibbs. One Chevy right now running in the top 14 as Christopher Bell continues to show the way. Now, we were talking about the two playoff drivers in Martin Trex Jr. and Kyle Busch coming from towards the tail end of the field. Well, Truex is up to 24th. Bush has come from 36th, dead last to 25th. Alex Weaver, the lowest-running playoff driver, started 25th and has fallen back now close to 30th. And that's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. What's going on? Nothing major to worry about for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He is describing the car as a little free in turns one, two, and four. They're watching those temperatures, saying it's hot inside of the race car. Yeah, they're going to be talking about tires all night long, Dave Moody. Uh, just a moment ago, you heard Alex talk about Truex and Kyle Busch. They're running right together on the racetrack, and they're headed back towards you, up in turn number one. They are indeed making very methodical progress up through the field. They're closing in on Daniel Suarez and Alex Bowman, who for a moment run side by side up turn two. You can tell these guys know how to win at this racetrack and what it takes to be there at the end of 367 laps. That is the Tyler Reddick, Denny Hamlin, both are beginning to run down Christopher Bell. And if you remember just two laps ago, Dave, it was a separation of some maybe 10 to 12 car lengths apiece, but that's beginning to evaporate. It absolutely is. And lap traffic dead ahead to compound the problem for Christopher Bell. His lead now is down to just four car lengths as they enter onto the blowing back stretch. They've been consistent here through the early part of this race, but like Dave talked about, they're going to encounter that lap traffic probably more towards the exit of turn number four, the Rick Ware Racing Duo Fords are right in front of the leaders, all four. They come up off of the corner. They stay under the green flag. First playoff driver to peel off the racetrack under green flag conditions. That's Michael McDowell to Chris Wilner. And they're already done with the right side of the car. Now to the left side. Ford Goodyear Eagle Tires is what Michael McDowell was screaming for. He's got it. Sonoco Fuel in the tank. He's away. He's a little bit free off of turn three and four. And now here comes Joey Logano in. Let's cover his stop. Joey Logano is coming in for a cars making their way down to pit lane. Denny Hamlin's pit board is out. Kyle Busch's pit board is out. Traffic jam as they make their way towards Steve Post. Yes, indeed there is. Kyle Busch's pit board is out there waiting on that Chevy car, waiting for him to come in. Here's Corey LaJoyan getting pit service as well. These pit stops here on lap number 33. Denny Hamlin brings the sports clip car in. Crew around the right side of that automobile. No adjustments on the car. Sunoco Racing Fuel plugged in. Denny Hamlin down in a way here on the turn one end. Alex Weaver. Pit Road is a very busy place right now at Darlington. The first taker was Ryan Priest, and I don't know if you guys have checked out social media, but he's got two black eyes after that wreck at Daytona. He is back inside of the race car. It was a routine stop for Goodyear Eagles and Sunoco Fuel, but Ryan Priest glad to be back into the race car. Uh, also, the 12 of Ryan Blaney brought him in.
a chassis adjustment on that Ford Mustang. Also, Kyle Larson and teammate William Byron are in. Both cars are free, although Kyle Larson said, car came to me there at the end of that run. All drivers, four tires to no go fuel. Mark Truex Jr., the last playoff driver on my end, to visit pit road. Christopher Bell got pit service back a lap or two ago. So did Tyler Reddick. Four tires to no go racing fuel. No adjustment on those cars. Harrison Burton was in. Daniel Suarez was in. And Kyle Busch warned about just do not abuse the cars as he works his way forward after starting at the back of the field. And we got one penalty to hand out, and that is going to go to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Too fast. Busted on pit road. That will be a pass-through penalty. And right now, everybody has made their stops. And Tyler Reddick, and this is unofficial, we do want to wait for it to cycle around, but Tyler Reddick is being shown as the race leader over Denny Hamlin. Christopher Bell right now is being shown back in sixth position. So, Todd, as we wait for everything to cycle around, you were right on. Get on to pit road early, get the service done, get back out there, keep digging. Yeah, definitely one of those situations you want to be on the first cycle. Brad Kozlowski, really aggressive there on pit road, got himself leaped to Ryan Blaney there. Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick got out uh, got out first with, with another lap of their tires. Christopher Bell, a slow stop there. They lost some position on the racetrack. They did indeed. Now through this cycle of green flag pit stops, how did the, the drivers playoff-wise, other than Stenhouse, who we knew was going backwards on the initial run, Jeff, got busted for the, the pit road speeding penalty. What about Kyle Busch? What about Martin Trix Jr.? Were their teams able to grab another spot or two on pit road? Kyle Busch to 23rd, Truex to 25th. So, uh, Alex, simple answer, no. They really did not. They are still running on the wrong side of the leader board, 23rd and 25th, respectively. Top 10 now on lap 38. Tyler Reddick is out front. Denny Hamlin goes second. Brad Kozlowski, there's one that picked up a couple of spots on pit road. Brad up to third. Blaney to fourth. Legano to fifth. And Bell back to sixth in front of Harvick, Busher, Larson, and Eric Elmarola. Battle for fifth was on, but it's over. Jason Toy, as quick as we talk about it, Christopher Bell's on the move. Christopher Bell not happy with the pit stop, was able to make his way around Joey Logano. Up next for him will be Ryan Blaney. As he makes his way off turn number four. Let's follow Christopher Bell. He was the pole winner. He led 33 laps. A slower pit stop has put him back in fifth. He also waited a little longer, which meant a lap or two more on those old tires. That certainly cost him some real estate, but it's real estate that he is quite quickly gobbling back up out on the racetrack. Yeah, once he got past Joey Logano, he opened things up. Now he's cut it down to Ryan Blaney's separation of about eight car lengths. All right, let's get a further update on Christopher Bell. Steve Post, you're following that. Uh, the crew went around to the right side of the car, jacked the car up. The car fell off the jack. They had to rejack it. It doesn't take much. One little misstep like that cost them a bunch of spots. Christopher Bell now up to fifth spot after leading the first segment of this race. Meanwhile, we've got a battle for the lead. Tyler Reddick under pressure and won. Reddick in heavy-duty traffic, and he has struggled a bit. Denny Hamlin is up on his back bumper as they close in to put a lap on Rock Chastain. Denny Hamlin with a monster run through one and two. He is right there on the back deck lid of the Toyota in front of him. And Tyler Reddick, now he'll look to driver's left, side by side for the lead in the middle of three and four. Can Denny Hamlin make it stick up off turn number four to grab the top spot away? The answer is no. Tyler Reddick will hang on to the race lead for the moment, but Dave, heavy-duty lap traffic awaits. Lots of work to do. Ross Chastain right in front of them. 
goes to the bottom of the track. Ryan Priest just a car length further up. Here comes Reddick trying to go to the outside of Chastain. He can't make it work. Chastain holding on to that position. He wants to stay on the lead lap right now. Denny Hamlin wants to take over the lead as he works the backside again with Tyler Reddick. Once again, bottom part of the racetrack not working. Tyler Reddick holds on to the top five. Right now we've got a battle shaping back up for the lead. Perhaps Denny just cooled the Jets, but he's back on it now, Dave. He is indeed. Ross Chastain hanging on to the tail end of the lead lap has pulled away from the leaders, and now the gap between Reddick and Hamlin is only five car lengths. Denny Hamlin continuing to give chase to Tyler Reddick, like Dave talked about there. Five lengths, separation between the two. Both drivers top side to the middle, three and four. Making their way up off of turn number four, continuing to watch the setting sun here in the PD region of South Carolina, and Dave continuing to watch the fight for the lead. Denny Hamlin is right there. Four car lengths becomes three now as he continues to whittle away at that deficit. Tyler Reddick runs that extreme high line once again off turn two. And he carries a ton of momentum coming down the back straightaway. Actually gained a little bit more in that separation, but Denny Hamlin driving it into turn number three, cut down the two car lengths with lap traffic in front of them. 56 laps down, 59 to go in stage number one, watching a good battle for the lead between Tyler Reddick, who's got it, and Denny Hamlin, who's trying to take it away. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc. Welcome back to Darlington Raceway. It is the Cookout Southern 560 down and, oh, I don't know, 305 to go or something like that. Alex, You're right. It's going to be a long <laughs> night. Tyler Reddick and Hamlin putting on a show for the top spot. They work the Boeing backstretch. They are running about two car lengths apart. Then you've got Christopher Bell, Brad Kozlowski, and Blaney. But uh, all eyes right now, Alex, for the lead off of four. Denny Hamlin's got a good run off turn number four. He'll pull alongside Tyler Reddick racing for the top spot with Ross Chastain just in front. Hamlin to the inside. Reddick to the outside. Takes it all the way to the safer barrier. Big head of momentum off the top of two. Nearly scuffs the wall. He checks up and Hamlin's got the lead. Hamlin's got the lead. He'll slide up in front of Tyler Reddick to take over that top spot. New leader once again here at Darlington. Denny Hamlin put car 11 on top he is a three-time Southern 500 winner. He is no stranger, Alex Hayden, to leading here at Darlington. No, he is not. He is one of the best to do it here at the Darlington Raceway. Now he's worked his way back to the top of the leaderboard. He's had himself a really good weekend already here at Darlington. Has Denny Hamlin picked up the win yesterday in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Sport clips, haircuts, help a hero 200. Right now he is running very fast laps out front. However, the fastest lap of the race so far has been run by Tyler Reddick. He ran a lap at 168.175 presented by Xfinity introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. 
get the fastest internet with a reliable connection so everyone can be online at once. The future starts now. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. While Denny Hamlin continues to show the way, Todd Gordon, it's worth talking about Ross Chastain. Even though Chastain, still the last car on the lead lap, scored in the 28th spot for the last 25 or so laps, he's been right in front of the race leader, whether it's been Reddick or now Hamlin. How important is this for Chastain? Yeah, staying on that lead lap, it's a big, this could be a playoff saver for him just to keep his, himself in position. Caution comes out, he comes to pit road, restarts normal. Even if he ends up the first one lap down, he'll be the lucky dog, the wave around car, but that starts tail end, puts you very vulnerable going to lap down again. This drive by Ross right now, it's a little bit in jeopardy, but still put on quite a fight. All right, let's take it down to pit road. Chris, uh, Chris Wilner is there. Chris, I think if we do the math, we saw cars on pit road at lap 31, 32, 33. You double that, I would expect cars any time now, correct? Yeah, and it actually is going to happen right now, Jeff. Kyle Larson, who you guys noted, just really turned on the afterburners here in this last run, making his way down pit road to his Hendrick Motorsports crew. Set a little bit free, but I'm really happy with the balance of the race car. No adjustments on that Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolet. Four tires, Sunoco fuel. Michael McDowell, exact opposite, screaming loose behind the wheel of those Ford Mustang. They're going to make an air pressure and a chassis adjustment. Four tires is the call, and Sunoco racing fuel for Michael McDowell, trying to dig out of an ill-handling race car situation. And that will open the floodgates. Here comes Tyler Reddick, the second-place driver at pit road speed, being very cautious. Do not want a penalty here. He makes his way down the pit lane in front of Steve Post. Tyler Reddick brings that car heel blue. Toyota Camry into the crew. He's in around the pit stop now. Going to be four tires, Sunoco Racing Fuel. I think Kyle Larson, I think Kyle Larson kind of uh, tripped him up here by coming as quickly as he did. Now everybody is up on pit wall. Four tires, Sunoco Racing Fuel for Reddick. Looks like Chris Butcher is in. Alex Weaver more in front of you. Joey Logano running down pit road for a routine stop. It'll be four Goodyear tires at Sunoco Fuel. Logano says he's tight on three, but loose everywhere else on the racetrack. Steve Post. Race leader Denny Hamlin is in. Go around to the right side of that Toyota Camry. A tear off off the windshield. Sunoco Racing Fuel going in the left rear of that car. Denny Hamlin a little bit slow maybe on the left side of that race car. Hamlin is down and away. Chris Wilner. Last lap, Kevin Harvick complaining it's a little tight, but much better this run. They're going to make an air pressure adjustment. Four tires, Sunoco Fuel. Also, Mark Trix Jr. trying to march his way through the field. Four tires and a track bar adjustment. And Carson Osamore having a good day. Four tires, Sunoco Fuel, and an air pressure adjustment. Alex Bowman, A.J. Allmendinger, Austin Dillon. Now here comes Bubba Wallace. We are waiting now for Christopher Bell to come to pit road. Eric Almarola will come to pit road right now. Kyle Busch, William Byron, they're on pit road. So Bell is going to leg it out a little bit longer. Kyle Busch making his way down to pit road in front of Steve Post. Here's Kyle Busch into the attention of his crew. It's been a very solid run from the back of the field. They had to replace the tow link after he scuffed the wall during practice yesterday. Minor chassis adjustment. Left side tires off. Left side tires on. Kyle Busch down and away. Chris. Playoff driver Bubba Wallace said I had a four-wheeled slide 
side going into the turn number three. They're going to make a chassis adjustment, and they've already sent him on his way with four tires in Oko Fuel. Bubba trying to march his way as well through the field. Here comes the race leader, Christopher, or rather Christopher Bell, the current race leader, and your pole sitters led the 36 laps here so far tonight. Steve Post, that purple and white Yahoo Toyota making his way to you. He works around the car, the Wood Brothers car of Harrison Burton, Christopher Bell, all the way in the first pit box. Here he is, three, two, one, puts the Yahoo Toyota right on the mark. Down to the right side, pit work going on, looked like a good one on the right side. Loud to the left side, Sunoco Racing Fuel plugged in. Four Goodyear Racing Eagles, that was a dandy. Christopher Bell counting away. Now will it cycle out? We'll have to wait and see. Alex Bowman, by the way, on pit road twice. He made two stops back-to-back. Todd Gordon. The piece I look at is we've watched this go 32 laps and another 33 laps. To get to the end of the stage here, we've got to go 45 to 47 laps. This is going to be a long run for these guys. See where it falls off. Bad pit stop for Bubba Wallace. They had problems on the right front when they tried to scamper around once they got the right front taken care of. The crew members got the air hose caught under the splitter of the race car. They had to stop, get that unhooked, went back around, and Bubba parked the car a little bit too close to the inside pit wall. Jackman had to go it in an odd angle. So from start to finish, that pit stop not very good for Bubba Wallace, and it shows now as he's given up a ton of track position. Billy Scott representing Tyler Reddick in that team, though. Alex did bust off a good stop. They take the lead back from Denny Hamlin, who is second. Kyle Larson and Kevin Harvick have a good battle. Yeah, Larson is all the way to third. Harvick fourth, and Ryan Blaney is your top five. There's another playoff driver, Jason Toy, on the backstretch in jeopardy of going a lap down to the race leader, Tyler Reddick. Yeah, Tyler Reddick trying to get past Michael McDowell. He'll slide across the nose of McDowell Ford, but Denny Hamlin has cut it down. He is following Tyler Reddick through about a half a car length off in four. Denny Hamlin wants the lead back here tonight at Darlington Raceway. He is all over the back end of Tyler Reddick yet again. The top two are in one. Reddick has had a little more trouble in lap traffic than Hamlin has. We'll see if that holds again. Coming up on the back bumper now, the Daniel Suarez automobile off turn number two. When Tyler Reddick was out front and had clean air, he was a very fast race car, but once he got into this lap traffic, he's losing all of that. Here goes Denny Hamlin. He'll rip the wheel down to the left, trying to make a move to the bottom side. Can't find the grip at the moment. Midway through turn number four has a pretty good run here up off the corner. Drag racing down the front stretch of the Darlington Raceway for the top spot. Battle is on for the lead. Tyler Reddick has the top of the racetrack. Denny Hamlin all the way to the bottom of the banking. He gets a little loose on the inside. Keeps the hammer down. He'll take the lead off turn two. Move Denny Hamlin back up to the top of the scoring pile on further back. Looking for that third position. It is a move right now for Kyle Larson. He goes three wide to get around lap vehicles. Kyle Larson set his sights on Tyler Reddick. So now we move Larson to third. New leader, lap number 92, and it is Denny Hamlin as he comes flashing across the line. Let's follow Kyle Larson back to turn one. Larson is running just a spectacular line. He's coming into turn one at least a car width and a half higher than anybody else. Drifts it up to within an inch of the outside wall and he is making time. And he's making time too on the turn three and four end of, uh, of the racetrack. He can put that race 
score anywhere he wants. He likes the outside, but if he has to go to the middle, he's making a stick there, too. He has about three car lengths back to Kevin Harvick. Harvick is making some noise here in his final Southern 500. Now, Dave just mentioned the line that Kyle Larson is taking on entry to turn number one. Much different than the traditional line, but Todd Gordon, you spotted this and pointed it out in practice yesterday. Yeah, he's definitely taking a different uh, approach to turn one and how he gets into this place. We're typically used to seeing the guys dropping the left sides down on that dash line across the, the apron there. He's entering two car widths higher than that, really getting the wall earlier, getting up on that cushion of, of air up against the wall, and he's really rolling the corner from there. A lot of speed of approach to that from Kyle Larson. 19 laps to go in stage number one as we work lap number 96. It's Hamlin, but Tyler Reddick is right there again over Larson, Harvick, and C. Bell. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. I said a moment ago it was a three-car battle for the lead. I lied. It's a four-car battle for the lead now because Kevin Harvick has joined this battle up front between Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, and Kyle Larson. Kevin Harvick right now running fourth. Just a moment ago, Dave Moody, during our commercial break, Alex, said take a look at the 19. That is Martin Trucks Jr. You had the binoculars on him. Did you see anything, notice anything with Martin Truex. I did not as he flashed by the start-finish line, but Dave Moody clearly had a moment over there in turn two. I have no idea what happened, Alex, but he came off turn two and absolutely stopped. William Byron passed him. Kyle Busch passed him. A couple of other cars passed him. He lost a good 20 or 25 car lengths, but he's back up to speed now. Steve Post and Chris Wilner, along with Alex Weaver, they monitor the driver channels, and they can tell you exactly what's going on. Let's talk more about Martin Truex Jr. Chris, you were listening in. Well, it certainly raised the attention of the crew, but he came over the radio as Martin Truex Jr. did and said to his father, Drew Herring, he said, I had no idea the 24 was there of William Byron, so he had to get on the binders to not crash Byron off of that corner. So a little bit of a nervous moment there, but all is well in terms of the race car for Martin Truex. Drew Herring, the spotter for Martin Truex Jr., is a racer in his own right, still does a lot of the sim work and some of the testing for Joe Gibbs Racing, but he ran a late model stock cars all throughout the uh, the southeastern part of the United States from not too far away from here, just up Interstate 95 in the Benson and Four Oaks, North Carolina area. Drew Herring, he's a talented driver and a talented spotter. Right now, not all of the playoff drivers, 16 of them in all, are loving what they're doing tonight at Darlington. One lap down, Ross Chastain. One lap down, Michael McDowell and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. They are on the wrong side of the leaderboard. They absolutely are. Those drivers that are a lap down as playoff contenders and Ross Chastain, he's back in 24th. Michael McDowell is 28th and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is back in 32nd. Stenhouse had that pit road speeding penalty that certainly did not help his efforts here tonight. We have nine to go in the stage. Sun setting, lights coming up as we follow the leaders back to turn one. Here they come into turn number one. Eddie Hamlin continues to show the way. Keeping an eye on Christopher Bell. He is for 
once tonight, not was the fastest car on the racetrack. He's given up a couple of spots. His pace is not what it was, Jason Toy, even five laps ago. Felt like Superman when he had those fresher tires and everybody else. He was one of the last to come to pit road. Now he's leveled off a little bit. Not making up any ground. Then again, he's also not losing any ground off four. I guess that's a win, then, if you're not losing any ground, knowing that you're nearing what could be our first caution flag of the event, just eight laps away from the conclusion of stage number one. It's been entertaining, Jeff, here in the opening 107 laps. Well, how about all of them under the green flag? We have yet to see a caution flag, and this is the longest green flag run we've had here at Darlington Raceway. Todd Gordon going all the way back to 2013. They're logging some laps here tonight. They're definitely logging laps, and we talked earlier about Ross Chastain and his drive to try to save it. He has stayed in a lucky dog position. As they've passed cars, he goes up and passes them. Really, his pace has been on par with the top five cars, not losing a ton to those guys. It's been a good drive for him. Daniel Suarez is doing a great job trying to keep that last position in front of Denny Hamlin. Ironically, is the team car to Ross Chastain as they exit turn number four. Suarez trying to stay on the tail end of the lead lap in front of Denny Hamlin to try to make sure that his teammate Chastain can get that free pass, Jeff. Right now there are six laps to go. Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney, Jason Toy. They will make their way off turn number two and into the setting sun. Well, the shadows are growing longer here down the back stretch. Now making up about halfway down the Boeing super stretch here, but it is getting uh, a lot cooler, too, with those temperatures dropping and up front. It continues to be Denny Hamlin still trying to make a move on Suarez. Doing all he can to try to get by the driver from Mexico is Denny Hamlin, the race leader. By the line, five laps to go in the stage. Hamlin goes to turn one. He doesn't need to pass Daniel Suarez. He's got a bit of an advantage over Kylo Reddick, but anybody knows the competitive nature of Denny Hamlin knows that he wants to pass him. He's working hard to do it. And he wants to try to pass to the outside. The problem is Daniel Suarez is staying like a rock on that outside. He's not giving up that top line. He's going to make Denny Hamlin work to get past him as he tries to stay on the lead lap in front of the leaders. Four to go. We continue to watch Hamlin, but it's hard not to watch Kyle Larson, who is trying to run down and pick off Tyler Reddick for second. He's closed in now to just a little more than a car length into turn number one. Again, running that one-of-a-kind line. Nobody else even attempts it. He looks low off turn two, but there's nothing there. Kyle Larson giving us a master class on how to run things early here at Darlington. He's been picking them up, putting them down, making passes, now setting his sights on Tyler Reddick, looking for that second position all the way to the outside Darlington Wall. All the while, now three laps to go in stage number one. Across the start finish line, it's Denny Hamlin. He's got eight car lengths on that continuing battle for second. He's still been unable to deal with the Daniel Suarez machine as Suarez swings to the tail end of the lead lap. Hamlin's got six car lengths over Tyler Reddick. Three more. Back to Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson is there in that third position, but also it's not count out Kevin Harvick. He's worked his way up into that fourth spot. He's trying to work his way through that lap traffic up front. Denny Hamlin, like Dave talked about, doesn't have to pass him, but he wants to get past him, but Suarez is not moving. Two laps to go in the stage. Hamlin by ten car lengths over Tyler Reddick. Reddick's got three back to Kyle Larson. Reddick right now, I think, more interested in playing defense than trying to reel in the leader as he's got Kyle Larson right there on the back bumper in turn two. Kyle Larson making that run down just a lane 
off the wall, coming off of turn number two. He kind of pokes the nose of that Chevrolet just to that outside mirror there for Tyler Reddick, letting him know he's there, trying to make the advancement. Two-car length separation can't, in that battle for second. Can't quite get there as they come to the line. We begin our final lap of stage number one. Denny Hamlin by 10 car lengths over Tyler Reddick and Kyle Larson. Hamlin in the catbird seat in terms of the lead. We'll go to the bottom of the racetrack. Slide up. Just follow the Daniel Suarez machine. He's got about eight car lengths in hand over Reddick. Tom full collective right now here for Denny Hamlin working his way down the back straightaway for the final time here in segment number one. He'll look to the left there. Daniel Suarez nothing there. Tyler Reddick all the way to the wall as Kyle Larson continues to give chase. But up front, it's Hamlin leading them off four. We went green to green and white checkered flag without a caution. 115 laps consecutively as stage one comes to an end and Denny Hamlin for the sixth time this year has scored a stage win. Hamlin across the line picking up the stage win over Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, and Ryan Blaney. That is your top five. Trouble Bubba coming Wallace. up turn four. We have got one driver that went a little high. You can see the tire tracks for where he made contact with the wall. That is Bubble Wallace. Made contact right there in the middle part of turn four. Came to a stop at the entrance of pit road. All right, we'll follow up there in a moment. Green and white checkered flag is out. Caution flag is out as well. Hamlin, Reddick, Larson, Harvick, Blaney, top five. The rest of the top ten. Brad Kozlowski, Chase Elliott was seventh. Christopher Bell, who hit the wall back on lap 112, will follow up there as well in front of Chris Buescher. He was ninth. And Eric Elmarola completing the top ten. Alex Hayden, Denny Hamlin scoring the stage one win. Here they come off of turn number four, looking to go back under the green flag to begin stage number two. Denny Hamlin on the throttle first, and he'll get away. Tyler Reddick now is going to be left to battle with Kyle Larson. Larson to the outside lane. That'll be the battle for the second spot as he goes to the outside on Reddick. Big head of momentum through the middle of turn two. A little bit of momentum off the top of two, but Reddick stays right there. Side by side for the second spot. Allows Denny Hamlin to get away by three car lengths. Tyler Reddick trying to outbreak Kyle Larson in the corner. Trying to slide across the nose. Nothing there. Here comes Larson. Larson will have nothing to do with that potential slide job by Reddick. And Kyle Larson will take over the number two spot. Reddick will recoil in turn one. Drop kick back to the number three position, but not happy about it. And maybe not for long. It's another three car length back to Kevin Harvick who rides fourth. Ryan Blaney is fifth. Kyle Larson has taken over that second spot. Now he sets his sights on the leader in Denny Hamlin. Two car length separation on the two as they work their way back to turns three and four. Kevin Harvick in that fourth position working the bottom groove. Boy, three wide going into turn number three involving Martin Truex Jr. And he's going to come away picking up a couple of more spots. Let's pick up a couple of teammates doing battle. Chase Elliott and William Byron. Byron to the bottom. Elliott to the top. That's the battle for position number seven. Side by side. Willie B slides through and takes the position. Making it work from the bottom part of the racetrack. Takes over that position in front of Chase Elliott. Elliott trying to mount a comeback. He'll go up top side. It's William Byron to the bottom side. Byron and Larson now inside the top five. Two Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolets working hard. Check that Byron just outside the top five. He has an opportunity to try to climb into the top five. He runs seventh now. They had their struggles in the early going, but they found a handle on that race car. He rides in the seventh spot about four car lengths back. As this track continues to get under more and more shade, the Chevrolets come into life here. William Byron, who got past his teammate Chase Elliott, trying to set his sights on Chris Busher. And there's 
is a Chevrolet that has just cracked into the top ten, Alex Hayden, and that is Kyle Busch, who throughout this event has had to come from the tail end of the field and has been among the fastest cars all night long. He continues to climb the leaderboard now inside the top ten. He had to start at the back of the field. He got into the wall yesterday in practice. They had to change the right rear toe link of the race car. That's an unapproved adjustment and had to start today's race at the back of the field. But Todd Gordon digging themselves out of a hole is not a new story for that team. Yeah, I had a fairly decent conversation with Randall Burnett, the crew chief for Kyle Busch today, as, as we were talking about it. Coming from the back forward, opportunities with, with pit cycles and everything else. And something that they feel like they've done a really good job of this year is not letting a situation where they get put in the back become uh, the the day-ender. They've recovered from things. If you look back to Chicago, they were a caution at lap six and came back to a third-place finish. They've done a great job of just keeping their focus forward and putting a race together. Denny Hamlin is at the front of the field. Then Larson, Reddick, Harvick, and Blaney top five. Chris Buescher, William Byron, Chase Elliott, Eric Elmarola, and Kyle Busch. That's your top ten. Been watching Christopher Bell after the long pit stop and the contact with the wall right at the end of the stage. He's lost three spots in one single lap. Dave, and he works off turn two right now. It's a real struggle right now. He's got Carson Hosovar using up his back bumper. Seabell so strong early, but problems have arrived. Yeah, he's trying to work his way back into turn number three. About a lane off the wall. It forces Carson Hosovar to go all the way down to the white line that separates the banking from the flat part. Give him the advantage. Further up, we've got a good battle going on. Chris Busher is on the move yet again, Dave. Chris Busher to the outside. William Byron to the inside. That's the battle for the sixth spot. William Byron moving up. He's making it work on that second group, the middle part of the racetrack. He's able to slide up in front of Chris Busher. Up next for him will be Ryan Blaney, about four car lengths in front of him. Off turn number four, Blaney has had a solid start to the Cookout Southern 500. Been in the top ten for the better part of the day. Currently in the number five spot, but for how much longer? Here they come into turns one and two. This spot belongs to Blaney. He's still got about six, maybe seven car lengths in hand over Byron. About four car length separation between first to second, second to third, and third to fourth to Kevin Harvick. And then about seven back there to Ryan Blaney. He is all the way to the outside wall, but losing ground to William Alex Hayden, let's stop for a minute, pause for a moment, and talk about C. Bell. He is going the wrong way, and he's doing it in a hurry. Daniel Suarez is going to bypass him up and off turn number four. A moment ago, Carson Hosevar blew him away. Now LaJoy's working down to the inside. What was a very fast Toyota? Not anymore. He's lost six spots in three laps. Not at all what they're looking for. For more on Christopher Bell, let's go to Steve Post. Boy, that car is very, very loose. He's been that way along, and what happened during the end of that last stage is he got behind another car, and the nose went away, and he walloped the wall. And that car has not been good since, and right now finds himself dropping back with a loose race car. So your pole sitter and playoff driver, Christopher Bell, hanging on right now. And, boy, this is a long way to go with an ill-handling race car. Well, how about this? Harrison Burton will drive by him. Justin Haley now to his inside, looking on right behind yet another car, getting ready to bypass Christopher Bell. The driver that led the field with the green flag here and led Alex the first 37 laps. He 
has got his struggles on going right now. And we've entered that phase of the Cookout Southern 500 in that transition from 87 degrees and bright sunshine. The lights are on here at Darlington and the sun is setting. We're approaching darkness now. How much does this place change, Todd? Yeah, it's a place that you've got to keep ahead of. It seems like it, it kind of it gets looser. The front end gains a little grip. The rear end loses some. Uh, guys, you've got to keep ahead of these things and, and let the drivers work around and see where they can find lanes to, to get themselves to a point where we can stop again. Jason Toy, take a minute, look over your right shoulder and paint the picture. Beautiful sunset here at the Darlington Raceway. Looking through the middle of turns three and four, the top side of the egg of this racetrack. It is setting beautifully back behind the South Carolina tree line. It'll kind of a blaze orange across the sky, changing into kind of a hazy purple as it continues to fall down. You talk about the lights. They're glistening off the windshields, off the hoods of these race cars. It's a beautiful night for racing here at Darlington, perhaps one of the best ones. If you want to call it a Chamber of Commerce Day, we certainly have got it going on here tonight. We absolutely do. It is fantastic and has been all weekend long for this sold-out Southern 500 crowd. Good battle for the second spot. Exits turn two involving Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney continuing to do a battle in that fifth position. Here goes William Byron. He's had a very fast Liberty University Chevrolet. He goes side-by-side side with Blaney for the fifth spot. Yeah, Blaney has position number five, but he won't have it for very much longer. Here comes Willie B. by him off four. So it's Hamlin out front. Larson goes second. Tyler Reddick is third. Kevin Harvick has had a very good Kevin Harvick kind of night. Alex, let's talk about that in a moment. He has just been riding there inside the top five all night long. William Byron, Blaney, Busher, Elliott, Eric Elmarola, and Kyle Busch has kind of leveled off there running 10th. How about Kevin Harvick? his final run here at the Darlington Raceway. It really is a special track for Kevin Harvick. Three times he's won here at the track too tough to tame. Finished this race 33rd a year ago, so he's looking obviously to improve on that, and with his last chance to win here at Darlington as a Cup Series driver, he's got himself a pretty good mount. About three seconds or so behind the race leader, Denny Hamlin. Still a long, long way to go in this one. We haven't even gotten to the halfway point of the Cookout Southern 500. I visited with his uh, car chief, uh, Cheddar Smith, down in the garage a little bit earlier today. He said they felt like they were pretty good. They felt like they were a solid third-place car, but who knows how the race plays out. A little luck and maybe a little speed as we get into the darkness. He may have a second or a winning car. Talking about Kevin Harvick, who is right now running in position number four, career start and final start number 32. A three-time winner here at the Darlington Raceway. Now he's running right in front of William Byron, who has climbed the leaderboard throughout the event. Now 138 laps, 139 complete. A very fast Chevrolet Camaro. For more on William Byron, here's Chris Wilner. And Jeff, they had a really bad qualifying effort, according to William Byron. Just could not find the grip level on that Chevrolet. Rudy Beagle said this is about the point of the race they were hoping to get the balance right on his Chevrolet, and they did so. William just came over the radio two laps ago and said, leave it alone for at least the next two pit stops. He feels like it's right where they need it to be, getting it closer to where teammate Kyle Larson's balance is, and that's dangerous when you have he, uh, Larson as well as Chase Elliott now all cracking inside the top ten. Chase Elliott indeed is up to the number eight position. All the while, it's Denny Hamlin up front with 140 laps complete. That gives us 90 to go in stage number two. 
Welcome back to Darlington Raceway as the lights are beginning to illuminate this race course. You know, one thing that's a bit odd, though, turns one and two beautifully illuminated. Front stretch, back stretch the same, but turn number three and four is a little bit darker than the other one's. I'm not sure if there's a light bulb out over there or not, but turns uh, three and four just a little bit darker than the rest of the racetrack. Yeah, very, very obvious because you look down the front straightaway, very bright under the lights, same for one and two, and down the Boeing back stretch and then you get to turns three and four and you are absolutely correct Alex Hayden a little darker there than every place else on the track while we've got 84 laps to go in the stage let's take a look at the leaderboard presented by Sunoco with over 18 million miles and 700 cup races Sunoco is proud to be fueling victories for over 20 years as the official fuel of NASCAR so the next time you're headed to the track or just hitting the road fill up with Sunoco to keep your engine running strong. Denny Hamlin is the race leader. Second is Kyle Larson. Third is Tyler Reddick. Fourth is Kevin Harvick. Fifth is William Byron. Sixth is Ryan Blaney. Seventh is Chris Busher. Eighth is Chase Elliott. Eric Almarola ninth. And A.J. Allmendinger is tenth. Eric Jones right now is running 11th. Kyle Busch is backslid to 12th. We can tell you why here in just a moment. Austin Sindrick 13th. Brad Kozlowski 14th in front of Truex. Actually Truex now uh, and Brad may have a problem. He's on pit road at the moment. We'll follow up there in a moment. Keslowski on pit road. Truex to 14th. Briscoe to 15th. Austin Dillon 16th. The rest of the top 20. Bubba Wallace 17th. Daniel Suarez, Ty Gibbs, and Carson Hosevar making up the top 20. The rest, though, uh, Alex, of the uh, playoff drivers. Ross Chastain 21st. Logano 22nd. Christopher Bell 23rd. Brad Kozlowski has fallen to 24th. That may slide even further in a moment. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 29th and Michael McDowell is 30th. Running 31st is Todd Gilliland. Ryan Newman 32nd. 33rd is J.J. Yaley. 34th is Ryan Priest. 35th is Ty Dillon. 36th is B.J. McLeod. Uh, second place driver Kyle Larson has just peeled off the racetrack. Larson is making a pit stop in front of Chris Wilner. And just like the last time he's one of the first of the playoff drivers, if not the first to come down pit road, Larson comes to the attention of his crew. Four tire change with fresh rubber, Sonoka racing fuel. Kyle said, I got tight there a little bit through three and four. They're going to make an air pressure adjustment. Alex Weaver. The very first taker on pit road was Brad Kozlowski. He had a routine stop on that cycle. Four tires, Sonoka fuel, a windshield tear off, nothing out of the ordinary for the six, just trying a different strategy. The 12 of Ryan Blaney also with a routine stop on pit road, Steve Post. Alex, when Brad Keselowski brought his car in, it was a little quick for everybody, but everybody's up on pit wall. Here comes Denny Hamlin into the attention of the crew. The car has been very, very good. Right side work is done. Quickly around to the left side. Pump and a half of the jack. Sunoco racing fuel engaged. Denny Hamlin down and away. Chris Wilmer. Air pressure adjustment for Kevin Harvick. Four tires that just starting to get three and three and four. Bubba Wallace is in. Four tire change. Sunoco fuel. Chase Elliott a track bar adjustment. And William Byron said leave it alone. Four tires and fuel. Alex Weaver. So you just heard the mention on Brad Kozlowski when he came off the racetrack to pit. Everybody else followed. Tyler Reddick is now on pit road as well. 
29, 30, 31 laps into this run, much, much shorter than what we saw earlier in stage number one. Tyler Reddick is headed towards you, Steve Post. Billy Scott is the crew chief on that Toyota. That again is the Tar Heel Blue, number 45 car of Tyler Reddick. Around to the right side they go. Right side work is done. Reddick's been very happy with the car. Really likes the balance of it. More Sunoco Racing Fuel. Left side tires on. Looks like a solid stop for Tyler Reddick. Down and away here on lap number 153. He peels back out onto the racetrack. He'll have to blend in like everybody else. Off turn number two over on the Boeing backstretch. Another cycle of green flag pit stops. We'll wait for timing and scoring to cycle around after everybody made their stops. So Todd Gordon, if you look at the lap count, that's lap 150 or 148 through lap 153. Where are you at in your process of thinking about when this lap was? I think this makes sense. Uh, Brad Keselowski lost himself in track position at the stage break. They decided to be aggressive, be the first one to come to pit road, kind of start the cycle. If you broke this one out, I felt like 157 was put in in thirds. So There's just a few handful of laps short of that. Truex making his second stop. We'll follow up down there in a moment. That's not good. That second stop coming at lap 154. And Christopher Bell, probably no choice right now, Alex, but to ride this out. He has not come to pit road. He has cycled to the top of the leaderboard, but that is a wounded race car that Christopher is driving right now. It is. They're just hoping for a caution flag right now. That is their only play at the moment after they've lost so much speed after getting into the safer barrier a little bit earlier. He has decent pace, certainly not the pace he had early on in the race when he led uh, 39 laps from the drop of the green flag. But what a disaster for Martin Truex Jr. Two different pit stops in this, and he's now two laps down here as we close in on the halfway point of the race. So it's Bell out front, lap 156, but he has to come to pit road. I would imagine he would like this run to go about another 10 laps and maybe a caution and then everybody would come to pit road but bell could be at least in the top five hamlin's going to run him down and blow him away here in a moment hamlin second larson is right behind denny hamlin harvick byron blaney busher tyler reddick eric elmarola brad kozlowski and chase elliott so for more on Martin Truex Jr., let's get an update from Pit Road. And it was a loose left rear tire on the first pit stop under that green flag exchange for Martin Truex Jr. He had to come back down Pit Road, and they tightened it up. But costly when you talk about mistakes for Martin Truex Jr., they found the balance of the race car. He was working his way through the field. This is going to set him back with a loose left rear tire. Big time. Again, two laps down right now in 32nd spot is Martin Truex Jr. We did have a change for the lead. Now a change for second in turn number one. It's going quickly because Christopher Bell on those older tires. No match for Kyle Larson and company as they go blazing by like he's tied to a stump. Yeah, Kyle Larson moves up into that second position. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. to his left. He's a couple laps down, but Christopher Bell continuing the free fall through the field. All right, Alex, let's uh, take a look at it. We're not even halfway, but in Todd weigh in on this, the number of drivers running for a championship with problems tonight. It started on lap number 33, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 
too fast on pit road. And Alex, that put him a lap down. He's not been able to make it back up. He has not. Michael McDowell, another playoff driver who is a lap down. Currently in the free pass position is McDowell, but he's had problems tonight on the pit road going back and forth, up and down the leaderboard, currently on the downside of things for McDowell. All right, then it was Christopher Bell on lap 112 when he bounced that Toyota off the wall. He led a lot. As a matter of fact, he's now led 40 laps in total, but that doesn't tell the whole story. No, the car's been outstanding up until he got into the safer barrier. These cars are durable. They're tough race cars, but they are still machines. If you hit the wall just hard enough, you can bend something in the suspension of the race car. Not sure exactly what the problem is, but clearly the car is not what it was. Two other ones. Bubba Wallace is the next one of the playoff drivers. Lap 115 as we were coming to the green and white checkered flag to wrap up the stage. Bubba with a spin off turn number four. He had been running as high as 11th or 12th, had the spin coming to the green and white checkered flag. The only thing I'll give him credit for on that is he didn't really stall the engine. He was able to keep the engine fired, grab a gear, drive away so he didn't give up that much more track time. Then they botched a pit stop down there, both driver and team, as they had a problem with the right front getting that done. The hose got hung up under the front of the race car. Bubba had the car a little bit too close to the wall uh, where the, they had a hard time getting the left side tires changed in the jack there. But yeah, big, big night for Bubba Wallace, not on the good side. And then finally, Martin Truex Jr. lap 155, a second trip to pit road, and that was costly. It was huge for Martin Truex Jr. He was a driver that uh, had the opportunity to, to try to climb the leaderboard. He and Kyle Busch were doing just that, and then Truex come to pit road during green flag conditions, then had to come back with the loose wheel. That's just tough. He's two laps down now, back in 31st. 163 down, 204 remain. Denny Hamlin leading over Kyle Larson, Kevin Harvick, William Byron, and Ryan Blaney. We have a lot going on, a lot to get to. One of the stories right now, Joey Logano, he is about to go a lap down to Denny Hamlin, and he'll join a whole host of drivers a lap down. There'll be 21 remaining on the lead lap. Ross Chastain will soon be the last car on the lead lap. Another story is out in turns three and four, and Alex Hayden brought it up earlier. It is dark out there. And to tell you why, here's Jason Toy. Well, the lights that make up this Musco lighting system obviously circle the entire outside of the racetrack. But inside the racetrack, a series of holes and boxes, squares that have a light inside but a mirror background. Those lights amplified by that mirror shine from the inside part of the racetrack and working in the working in with the top lights on the top side. So the problem is from about the exit of the back stretch all the way through turn three and all the way through turn four back to the front stretch that bank of lights down on the bottom part of the racetrack are not active right now so darker towards the bottom side the outside lights they're illuminating the top side of the racetrack so we can still race a little bit but it does cause an issue a little bit probably with the driver's perspective working their way through the corners so steve post listening to the drivers on the radio just how big of an issue is it I don't think it's a huge issue, but it's something they certainly have noticed out there. And you know when you go from shade to sun driving down the street, just that moment to get your eyes adjusted, and that is right at the entry of the corner. I think the awareness of it is 
the biggest thing. And right now, I've not heard anybody say it's a dire situation, but they certainly wish those lights would come on and we'd get things sorted out down there in three and four. Well, and so do we, Steve, because I can tell you firsthand from the broadcast booth, Alex and I and Todd, we can't tell them apart. They're all dark up there in turns three and four. But as long as Jason Toy can see them, we're in good shape. For those that may wonder as well, if you're just listening to the radio thing, wait, okay, wait a minute. If it's that dark, why are we racing? Shouldn't that be a safety concern? Well, the drivers are certainly giving the feedback to the teams. NASCAR is getting all that feedback. NASCAR has spotters also around the racetrack, especially over there in turns three and four. They'll make that decision. If it's bright enough with the outside, what we call the sticks or the trees of lights that line the outside of the racetrack from high above, if it's still good enough, and the drivers, as apparently, as Steve Post reported, drivers seem that, that it's pretty good for them. They can still manage down there. Then, no, we will not stop the race or have a caution flag. So we're going to keep going on. And we are just past halfway in stage number two. 174 down, 193 to go. we got a long way to go here tonight. Mentioned Denny Hamlin's led now 85 laps. Here in 2023, this is the most laps he's led in a single race to this point in the season. So to say Denny Hamlin loves Darlington Raceway would be a huge understatement, Jeff. Something we talked about early on in the broadcast tonight, just how good Denny Hamlin is at this racetrack. Yeah, he really is good here. And, anytime, and everybody will tell you, uh, you are on pit road and talking to the crew chiefs as we see the caution flag fly and it may be debris uh you know, they're gonna we're hearing now in our ear it is for the lights in turn number three and four you talked about it a moment ago a safety factor perhaps well nascar said we need to slow them down jason it just continues to get darker and darker outside meaning it's getting darker and darker inside in three and four. Yeah, it's getting real dark down here on the inside of turn three and four, but also, too, I noticed a couple of laps ago and watching a couple of drivers trying to make their way onto the pit road, that could be the big hazard right there of having those cars that get down to the bottom part of the racetrack to get slowed down to that 45 miles per hour or 55 miles per hour, whatever the pit road speed is, it's really dark in that region and being able to try to see these race cars. Unlike your street cars, they don't have tail they don't have headlights. They need to have something down there on the inside. With 179 laps complete, we work our second caution flag of the race. Denny Hamlin is the race leader. What we hear now from NASCAR is they are working with the power company locally here to try to determine why the power is out. Jason Toy, give us an update. I think we can all understand why we have gone under the red flag, and that is just to keep everybody safe that is working to try to get these lights back on. They're awful close to the racetrack. Yeah, and the biggest problem is is the darkness on the bottom part of the racetrack, especially on the access coming to pit road. It's where it really, the significance where you can tell where the sun has gone down and just trying to use the illumination of the lights that are on the outside. You need those inside lights here to make sure you're safe to, safely able to get on the pit lane, especially in green flag situations, which we've seen a lot of. What we can tell you right now is the lights have just come on. They are starting to light up. The crew is back over here in the middle of turns three and four where the junction box is. Now they're all giving high fives to one another and handshakes. So looks like we might be going back racing here pretty soon. Good job down there by the safety team, the Darlington Raceway staff, and the South Carolina Power and Light folks down there. Lights are back on on the inside of turn number three. 
Now we got all lights on at the Darlington Raceway, ready to get after it here in the second half of the Southern 500. Yeah, quick reset for you. 39 to go in stage two. 176 remain in the event. We have a long, long way to go. Up front, it is Denny Hamlin and William Byron. Hamlin on the outside, Byron on the inside. Harvick and Larson. Harvick on the inside, row two. Larson on the outside. Eric Jones on the inside of row three. Flanking him to the right, Tyler Reddick as we get ready to go back under the green flag. They'll hit the Geico restart zone and the green goes back in the air. Outside lane gets the launch and that'll be led by Denny Hamlin. Kyle Larson tries to stick to his back bumper in one. Hamlin free and clear with the lead into turn number one. It's side by side, four seconds. William Byron to the inside. Kyle Larson to the outside. Tyler Reddick right there looking for scrap. Almost leaning on each other for the battle for that second spot. Three wide further back. Kevin Harvick did not get a good launch. Ryan Blaney making a good move. He goes three wide to slide up into the sixth position. Up front is Denny Hamlin. Yeah, and the battle's going to be from second on back. Right now, Larson's got it right behind him. Tyler Rennick and William Byron, they go side by side back to turn one. Rennick made his way around the outside of William Byron. Willie B now tucks it up in line in fourth. He's five car lengths up on Kevin Harvick. It's fifth. Just outside the top five, it's Eric Jones holding down that sixth position. Ryan Blaney with a fast forward looking to advance. Here comes Kyle Busch. He looks to the bottom part of the racetrack. All the way at the bottom of the racetrack is Kyle Busch. Continues to stick the nose of his Camaro to the inside of the Mustang of Ryan Blaney. Both of those drivers will chase Eric Jones for six. That's a three-man battle. Six, seven, eight. And you might be able to add Chase Elliott in a moment in position number nine. For the moment, they're all going to run single file to the back straightaway. Single file and top side working their way all the way back through the top 20. Up front, Denny Hamlin opens up to about eight car lengths. Back to Kyle Larson. Back behind him, Tyler Reddick. Two car lengths off on the bottom part of the track. Then another five back to William Byron. He's being chased by Kevin Harvick. Then you've got Eric Jones, and you've got Ryan Blaney, and maybe Chase Elliott on the move all over the back end of Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott has indeed reeled Busch in, and he's going to go right to work on him in one and two. He makes it look easy, drives to the bottom, and takes the spot away. A monster move for Chase Elliott. Slide him up into the position. Kyle Busch trying to mount a charge back. Now Chase Elliott trying to set his sights on Ryan Blaney. Here comes Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch again dives for the bottom of the racetrack, trying to find some room to maneuver down there. 35 laps to go, stage number two. Chase Elliott, too strong on the outside. He gets a good run off turn number four and turns that bumper lead into about a car length and a half. Kyle Busch not giving up the ship yet, but Elliott beginning to draw away. He's starting to pull away, and he's starting to get closer and closer to the back deck. There is Ryan Blaney, about three car length separation. Chase Elliott drives deeper into the corner, put Blaney up towards the outside wall. Denny Hamlin picking up where he left off. He's now led 105 of the 197 laps complete. Hamlin has been the strong car this evening after Christopher Bell, your pole sitter, led the opening 40 circuits. But Bell since has gotten into the safer barrier. He's got a bit of a damaged race car. He continues to soldier on, though, as Christopher Bell is out there on the track. And, you know, when you, when you look at Denny Hamlin, by the way, Bell is 27th a lap down. When you look at Denny Hamlin, he is so smooth. He knows how to back up a corner and keep the car's momentum built up. And that's something Dave Mooney Denny Hamlin does just about better than anybody in the sport. Well, he knows his place like the back of his own hand. He's been to victory lane many, many times in both the Xfinity and the Cup division. If you're looking for somebody that knows his way around the track too tough to name, don't look any further than Denny Hamlin. He 
he's done this before. He led Alex, as you know, 179 laps. He's led 107 so far. He led 179 back in 2007, finished second. Led 104 laps in 2010, won it. Led 124 in 2017, he won it. He led 146 laps back in 2021, he won it. He's led 107, soon to be 108 here. He hasn't won it yet, but he's showing everybody if you're going to win here, it's going to be through Denny Hamlin to do it. He absolutely is. He's got a 10-car length lead. So, Steve Post, what types of things are you hearing about that uh, race car and from Denny and that race team? And there really has had been no issues at all. I think they've made one adjustment on it. I think they've done some air pressure. I know they've done some air pressure as well to adjust for the weather conditions on it. But it's just chipping away at it here. Chris, Gabe Hart, and Denny Hamlin talked about they felt like the track would free up as we went from dark. So they've adjusted a little bit on it. But the balance has been good on this race car. And Denny Hamlin is picking them up and laying them down here. You guys mentioned there's a long way to go, but so far so good. This team is firing and hitting on all eight cylinders. Very calm on the radio, very confident on the radio as well. Let's pick up a good battle, Alex Hayden, for 7th, 8th, ninth. Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, and Kyle Busch is back. That is from 7th on back. It's in turn 1. Kyle got passed by Chase Elliott about 7 or 8 laps ago, but Chase has not been able to shake him. As a matter of fact, both of them beginning to close in just ever so slightly on Ryan Blaney. Working their way with Ryan Blaney in the Ford out in front of Chase Elliott, driving a little deeper into the corner. Kyle Busch, who's been living down towards the bottom part of the racetrack in 3 and 4, making up ground against Chase Elliott. He is, but Elliott pretty strong right there. And Elliott not running for the driver's championship. His car is still in the owner's championship battle. That's certainly important as far as the, the season-long points go. And then, of course, how the payout goes to that car owner, Rick Hendrick, and that car number nine. Got a good battle shaping up now, Alex, for second. Tyler Reddick has run down Kyle Larson. Kyle has faded from Denny Hamlin. They come across the line. Larson right now in second. Tyler Reddick is third. Yeah, I think that's a perfect characterization, Jeff, because Hamlin has driven away from Kyle Larson. Larson has just fallen back now into the clutches of Tyler Reddick off turn two. Tyler Reddick has been able to get up to the back deck lid, but each time Kyle Larson finds an extra step and kind of pulls away. So this time he goes all the way top side. Reddick bottom side. He'll lose about a car position. Tyler Reddick's had a good run here tonight. His car's been in the top five for the better part of the evening. Still about eight car lengths to make up on Kyle Larson. Excellent start to the 2023 playoffs, running a very different line than Larson. A good two, two and a half car length, uh, car widths lower on entry into turn number one. Hasn't quite been able to reel him in yet. Kyle Larson able to catch up a little bit to Denny Hamlin, working around the last vehicle of Ty Dillon. Dillon occupies the top side, forcing the leaders down. Now three car length separation for the top spot. Caution now flying on the speedway here at Darlington Raceway. Problem on the back straightaway for B.J. McLeod. His car has come to a stop in the middle of the Boeing backstretch. There's a big plume of smoke back there, and the safety trucks are making their way towards B.J. McLeod. That is only 
and I say only, our third caution flag. Everybody's going to be after anything they can get. A sold-out house here at the Darlington Raceway, and the crowd is on their feet as we get ready to wrap up stage number two. And those stage points are on the line. Here they go. Green flag back in the air. Denny Hamlin from the outside lane. What a launch he gets, and he'll pull away. With ease into turn number one, he'll get away from the cavalry charge in his rearview mirror. Kyle Larson, bottom of the racetrack, slides up in front of Eric Jones to take second. Jones to third, side by side, Reddick to the outside four. Reddick in that fourth position will firmly take over that spot from head of William Byron, playing back single file. Now Reddick checks out towards the inside, side by side for third, all four. Boy, Tyler's got it rolling. He rolled it into three, and he's going to stay on the hammer coming off four. Problem is, he slides up the racetrack, opens things up to the inside, and here comes William Byron. Byron dials up the low lane. He'll go to the inside on Tyler Reddick. In front of them, Eric Jones had a thought of going after Kyle Larson. Everybody holds their spot. Pair Chevrolet is running behind the Toyota of Denny Hamlin. It is Kyle Larson. It's Eric Jones in the Toyota of Tyler Reddick. Reddick on the bottom lane trying to make things happen. He is. He looks down there but can't quite get close enough to put a legitimate challenge on the Eric Jones car across the line. Seven laps to go in the stage. And Denny Hamlin has done what he has done for most of this night. Stiff arms the competition. He's away by five, maybe six car lengths over Larson. And continue to step out in front and get away from this battle for the second spot. Kyle Larson holding on to it. One car length behind him. It is Eric Jones trying to make a move. Jones bottom side, Larson top side. Three back is Tyler Reddick, then three more car links back to William Byron. He's being chased by Kyle Busch. Then comes Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, and side by side right behind them, Austin Dillon and Brad Kozlowski. Dillon on the comeback trail here in the second half of this race. He dials it up to the inside. Oh, trouble! One car is up and into the outside wall. Two cars now gathered up, sliding down. Ty Gibbs is one. He is T-boned and just shoving Austin Sindrick all the way down through turn two of the back straightaway. Caution for the fourth time. There'll be five laps to go in the stage now. This is a big crash between Austin Sendrick and Ty Gibbs as they raced off into turn number one. They got tangled up midway between one and two, Alex, and it turned the uh, Austin, the Dylan or the, the first car up into the outside wall head first, and Ty Gibbs just shoved off Austin Sendrick all the way to the exit to the back straightaway before they finally were able to separate. Boy, it looked like Sendrick tried to slide across the nose of Ty Gibbs, who was already pinned to the wall. Well, that didn't work. Under caution. Left 225. We, well, looks like we're going to get the one to go this time by. Joey Acock has the caution flag furled up and ready to show it to them. That means two to go. That means we're going to have a one-lap dash to the green and white checkered flag. Who's going to get back around this racetrack first? Let's find out as they come to the green flag with one to go. Green is out. Denny Hamlin again with a great launch from the outside lane. He's going to lead the field back to turn one. No contest for the lead. It's all Denny Hamlin. The battle will be for second. Eric Jones around the outside of Kyle Larson hanging with him. They are two by two off turn two. Side by side for that second spot. It's going to allow Hamlin to get away. Jones may have scraped the wall a little bit coming off of turn number two. Here goes Kyle Larson down to the inside looking for that second spot. 
Here we come now, racing back to the green and white checkered flag. Denny Hamlin is going to get here first, and he will score the stage two win. Battle for second. Give it to Larson over Eric Jones and Tyler Reddick. Tyler comes across the line in fourth. The caution flag now flies. Green and white checkered flag. Denny Hamlin scoring the stage two win. Identical to his stage one win over Larson, Jones, Reddick, and William Byron. That's your top five. Back under the green flag here on lap number 236, Darlington Raceway, Hamlin gone again. Battle will be for second. Eric Jones on the inside, Kyle Larson on the outside. Denny once again jackrabbits the field. The battle for second will be brief. Kyle Larson around the outside of Jones. Tyler Reddick trying to wedge his way to the high groove. Tyler Reddick will stay on the outside. Eric Jones on the bottom side up front. Kyle Larson not letting Denny Hamlin get away. He is on the back deck lid, two, three, and four. They are nose to tail, first and second. Side by side, however, for position number three. Good hard racing there between Eric Jones and William Byron. Now this is the battle for the fourth spot. Tyler Reddick gets away with the third spot. William Byron around the outside for fourth. Eric Jones finally able to slide up in line in the fifth spot. Single file through the top six. Matter of fact, make it through the top ten. Only one out of line is Bubba Wallace just on the back side of the top ten. He goes down to the bottom side position on Chase Briscoe. Chase Briscoe all the way up, right up against the outside safer barrier. To the inside, Bubba Wallace trying to keep the momentum up. It won't. And now here comes Ross Chastain. He's going to go to the inside on Bubba. Bubba goes from aggressor to defender in the length of the front straightaway. Although he drives deep into turn number one, he'll hold off the advances of Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain falls back single file, realizing a lot of time still left, but up front. Battle starting to heat up once again. Kyle Larson Staying committed to that bottom lane. He's making up ground on the leader. Trying to do it. He's a car length and a half behind race leader Denny Hamlin. He'll chase him across the start-finish line and head to turn one. Hanging with Hamlin as they make their way into one. Hamlin with a lower entry into turn number one. A little further back, the battle is on for position number five. Kevin Harvick on the march looking to get after Eric Jones. Kevin Harvick trying to make a move down to the inside through one and two. Didn't work this time, but now he's on the cusp of maybe losing that position. Chris Buescher coming to life. He goes up side by side. Now here goes Harvick with a great run on the inside. A couple of Ford Mustangs doing battle. Busher and Harvick as they make their way off four. Harvick right now lining up right behind Eric Jones. Possessions five, six, and seven up for grabs. Eric Jones is fifth. Harvick is sixth. Seventh right behind him as they make their way off the back straight away is Chris Busher. Chris Busher in that single file line right there and right behind him is Bubba Wallace trying to mount a charge back along with Chase Briscoe. We got mix and match between the top ten, some top side, some bottom. They are. The fresher tires, you have that ability in the grip level down at the bottom of the racetrack to try to make up spots. Further back, they're getting after it in the back half of the top ten. Two drivers racing hard, Brad Keselowski and Bubba Wallace. Wallace took a shot to the inside of Keselowski. Keselowski held him off. They're on the Boeing backstretch. Bubba Wallace in the McDonald's colors, that red and yellow, as he blazes across the left side, looking towards the inside there for Keselowski. Now they switch up. Move Wallace to the outside. Keselowski, bottom 125 laps remain, 242 down. A quick look at the top 10 shows Denny Hamlin out front. And by 10 car lengths over Kyle Larson.
Tyler Reddick, William Byron, and Eric Jones, top five. Kevin Harvick goes sixth. Chris Busher running in front of the boss. Brad Kozlowski, Bubba Wallace, and Chase Briscoe. That is your top ten, Alex Hayden. As Denny Hamlin begins to drive away yet again, Kyle Larson now, he'll have to look in the mirror and see a very rapid closing Toyota Camry. That's Tyler Reddick. He's on the move in turn one. He is pulled within about three car lengths now in that battle for the second position. Reddick running a much lower line on entry into turn number one, trying to shave even more off the deficit. Trying to work his way into that second spot, but not making up any ground this time off of turn two. Kyle Larson holding on to that second position. Some 12 car lengths back behind the leader, Denny Hamlin, as Larson trying to make an advancement. And Dave Moody, how about Bubba Wallace, who spun his car on lap 115, went a lap down, and now he's looking to pick up another spot as he drives down to the inside on Brad Kozlowski. It's been a yo-yo kind of night. There's no question about that, but he just took the eighth spot away from Brad Kozlowski. Immediately will drive away by two, make it three, Carlin. He's got a little ways before he can catch up to the next position, and that spot is occupied by Chris Busher. He is all over the back deck lid there of Kevin Harvick, making the separation of about three car lengths in the battle inside the top ten. Further back, the driver with the freshest tires is Kyle Busch. He's now worked his way to the 16th spot. He's looking for more as he flashes by the start-finish line, chasing Joey Logano. Logano's got about a car length in hand, and quite honestly, this is about as well as Joey Logano has run since that incident earlier tonight. He's keeping Kyle Busch at bay, at least for now. Been watching Kyle Busch kind of work his way through the field here since we went back green flag racing. He's been kind of picking them off one by one. He got by Harrison Burton and Carson Hosovar a little while ago. Now working on Joey Logano. 246 laps down. Hamlin, Larson, Reddick, Byron, and Eric Jones, your top five. Then it's Kevin Harvick, Chris Buescher, and Bubba Wallace, who just continues to climb the leaderboard. Let's get more on Bubba. Yeah, and for Bubba Wallace, it's been calm coaching from crew chief Booty Bark, who came on the radio uh, just a handful of laps ago and said, reminder, you're the one who got us here. Remember, you had to tackle Watkins Glen and get those valuable points going into Daytona, so he knows his driver can do it after Bubba was really hard on himself after that spin earlier in the race. They made big adjustments the last couple times down pit road. Bubba came on the radio after Booty Barker and said, I got you guys. So Bubba motivated behind the wheel trying to get this thing back up to the front. Let's ride with Ross Chastain. He comes across the line, Dave, and he's headed your way. He's about five car lengths behind. A pretty good battle for position. Brad, Brad Tislowski's got a rearview mirror filled with Chase Briscoe. Chase Briscoe back there, also back there, too. Of course, we talk about Ross Chastain, Alex Bowman there, too. About to be a four-car battle for the spot, working their way through three and four. Alex Bowman's quietly had a decent night tonight. Not exactly in the top ten, but... He's been sniffing it for the better part of the evening as he tries to chase this trio back to turn. Alex Bowman, another driver that hasn't had a great night but has hung in there, and the later we get, the better he gets. He is right on the back bumper now of Rockstad Bay. Fair Chevrolets that come to life as that sun went down. Things got cooler. The Chevrolets came to, to the forefront here for us. Alex Bowman looking to driver's left right now with Ross Chastain. They're side by side. 115 laps remain here tonight in the cookout. Southern 500, top five, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick. He's battling right now with William Byron, and Eric Jones is looking on in position number five. Welcome back to Darlington Raceway. We were watching a very good battle for second. 
It is over. Tyler Reddick just blew away Kyle Larson. And now he's about to lose another spot to his teammate, William Byron, Jason Toy. William Byron right there with him. Kyle Larson trying to get regrouped and hold on to that third spot. It is Larson all the way to the outside. One car length behind is William Byron. Well, let's follow up with Chris Wilner on Kyle Larson. What's the problem? Yeah, well, Kyle came over the radio and said the car just accidentally went into neutral. He was able to put it back into gear, but that's how Tyler Reddick was able to blow by him down the straightaway. Uh, Cliff Daniels came over to the radio and said, everything okay? Kyle said, yeah, and he said, shake it off. Let's keep going. So a little bit of an issue that would largely lose that spot. Yeah, I might be a little more concerned than that, uh, unfortunately, Chris, because William Byron just blasted by Kyle Larson. He's going to lose another spot to a very fast right now. Alex Hayden, Kevin Harvick. Harvick just went by Eric Jones, and he's rolling. He is, as Harvick making his last Southern 500 starts, now on the back bumper of Kyle Larson. He's going to dive to the bottom on the Larson machine on entry into turn number one. Puts the wheel to the inside, tries to pull even, does so, finishes the pass in turn two. Making a move on the bottom part of the racetrack, carrying that momentum, takes over the spot. Kyle Larson and continuing the fallback. Eric Jones up next, along with Chris Buescher, trying to work their way around Larson. Well, you, you make a note of that, right, Todd Gordon? We were talking earlier about playoff L or championship eligible playoff drivers with an issue. Kyle Larson, a driver that was perhaps poised to go to victory lane. Yes, you still got to get by Denny Hamlin, but now that brush with the wall and Kyle Larson is in free fall mode. Yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to see if they were one of the ones on the earlier pit cycles that got there early. Be interesting to see if they try to start this cycle earlier now that they're dropping. Now, if if you're Cliff Daniels, Kerchie for Kyle Larson, Todd, you tell him to kind of come off the wall just a bit just to not do any more damage to the car just yet? Or do you let your driver be a driver? I think you got to let your driver be a driver. And of all the guys to run the wall, Kyle Larson's as good as there is here. And, and just got to let him sort that back out. I think he's, he, you know, we saw this earlier tonight. He took, when he made a little contact, he backed his pace up to understand where he could run up there against the wall and then got back after it. See, see if that comes back this time as well. Dave, go ahead and explain to the listeners, especially those that have never been here to Darlington, when we say they run the wall, uh, that's almost a, an under-exaggeration. We were just watching when Todd was talking about that. Kyle Larson at your feet. What is he, a centimeter or two off the concrete, safer barrier? Well, he's a little further than he's been earlier tonight, and I think that's because the car's not quite the way he wants it to be. But in its prime, maybe 100 laps ago tonight, Kyle Larson would come into turn one and just put it into a four-wheel drift, and he would stop the right rear corner, the right rear sheet metal on that car, about eh, three inches from the wall. That's not a lot at the speeds they're traveling right now. To say that there's no room for error would be a dramatic understatement. Hey, pit lane is starting to get busy. Steve Post, here's Kyle Busch. Lap 268, the window is open. Kyle Busch is in. Minor chassis adjustment on the Chevy Camaro. Crew around to the left side now. Left side tires work. Kyle Busch down and away, and as has always been the case, once one comes, everybody gets up on the wall, Alex Weaver. Ross Chastain brings it down pit road. He is cracked into the top ten, now just falling out. He brings it in for a routine stop. Four tires and tear off on the windshield. Sunoco Fuel. Ryan Blaney, who lost that track position during the last caution by coming down pit road. He asked for four new tires. Sunoco Fuel. 
Chris, who do you have in your section? Michael McDowell was in, Alex, but right now Kyle Larson has hit pit road. He hit the wall, as Dave Moody mentioned several laps ago. They think he has a little bit of damage that not ill-handling race cars, so they're going to go ahead and get to work. Right side tires are off. They're going to bolt on some fresh rubber on the right side. They're going to go to the left side now. Uh, two tires going on on the left. A few hands in. No changes, but Kyle Larson's down and away. Andy Hamlin is in four tires. Sunoco Racing Fuel. Tyler Reddick is in. Eric Jones is in. As they go side by side, Reddick and Hamlin off that road. Jones is down and away. He goes right out after Kyle Larson. These pit stops, lap number 270. So, green flag cycle of pit stops here. Four tires and a little bit of Sunoco Racing Fuel. Kevin Harvick is in as well. under green flag pit stops. Corey LaJoy has gone to the top of the leaderboard, but the real battle on the pit lane was won by Tyler Reddick and his team, Jeff. They got the pit work done faster than Denny Hamlin, and they got the track position by, what, 10 car lengths? By 10 car lengths, you're right. As they come off turn number four, it is indeed Tyler Reddick, then Hamlin, and just a couple of car lengths back is William Byron, Dave Moody. Reddick and Hamlin came off pit road side by side. They stayed side by side all the way down the back straightaway as they came up to speed. But Reddick, Jason Toy, has just left him in the dust. He's definitely done that. Now Denny Hamlin looking to lose another position. William Byron will go by him. Denny Hamlin off the pace. He's coming back to pit road. Denny Hamlin stands on the brakes, dives for the pit lane. Not sure what the problem is for Hamlin as he's going to bring the car back down under pit road conditions. This is going to be a dagger under green flag stop for Denny Hamlin. Corey LaJoy, the current race leader. Second place, Christopher Bell. They, too, have made their way to pit lane. Let's follow up with Denny Hamlin as he makes his way towards Steve Post. Did not hear what Denny said going down the backstretch, but the crew jumped up on the wall. Going to be four tires and Sunoco racing fuel. Right side work is complete. Now the left side work is complete. Again, not sure. Did not hear what Denny said. Down and away. We'll go down and see what the problem was. What brought Denny Hamlin down Hayden, just about 10 laps or so ago, we lost Kyle Larson from running at the front of the field, although he has stabilized and he is running in position number four. It is not, at least at the moment, necessarily the car he had when he was contending for the lead. And now, like you said, dagger for Denny Hamlin, who dominated this race. And more than likely, he will settle in one lap down back in position number 30. That is exactly where he's at right now as he's going to come up to speed and try to take advantage of the four fresh Goodyear tires. They just bolted on that race car after this cycle of green flag pit stops. Tyler Reddick is the race leader. He's got a 1.1 second lead over William Byron, who's second. Kevin Harvick is third. Kyle Larson is settled in at fourth. And Eric Jones rounds out the top five. 88 laps to go. Sold out crowd here tonight watching the cookout Southern 500 and Alex Hayden, a good looking crowd all gathered, all assembled inside the stadium. And oh, watch. trouble back in the middle of the corner. Tyler Reddick tried to make his way around Ryan Newman, went for the dive bomb move. They do 
door slammed each other through the middle of the corner. And still, Tyler Reddick is trying to get by Newman over in front of Dave Moody. And he's about out of patience right now. Newman a couple of laps down. Reddick goes to the low line, but again, Newman holds him off at the exit of two. Trying to work his way around him down the backstretch. Ryan Newman's car has gotten a whole lot faster, but he's been taking away the race line that Tyler Reddick wants to occupy. They door slammed each other last time. Two car length separation between the two, but a great battle for the second spot. Well, it's going to be a battle for the lead here shortly, Jason Toy, because while Reddick tries to get around Newman, William Byron and Kevin Harvick are closing in. They are close now. They are maybe seven car lengths back. Harvick's going to go to the inside. Here comes Kevin Harvick. He'll go to second off turn two. Wow, a power move for Kevin Harvick, Dave, as he slides up. He'll take the spot away from William Byron setting his sights. Now on the leader as they work their way through lap traffic. Harvick has about 12 car to make up on the back bumper of the leader, Tyler Reddick. Meanwhile, Reddick is about as flustered as he can be. He still can't get by Ryan Newman. Still running about two car lengths behind Newman. Gets up very close to the wall, trying to make a move, but he's two car lengths behind the lap machine of Newman. And Newman continues to pull away a little bit from the leader. The problem is for Tyler Reddick, he's losing ground to Kevin Harvick. Once Harvick has gotten around William Byron, he is really starting to cut into this lead. Could this be the night for Kareem? Career win at number 61 for Kevin Harvick here at the Darlington Raceway. He has come all the way to second, and he's closing in on the race leader. The man they call the closer, smelling some blood in the water right now. Tyler Reddick beginning to struggle a bit. Kevin Harvick is only about eight, maybe nine car lengths back. He doesn't have to worry about anything in his rearview mirror because he has pulled away completely now from William Byron, some seven car lengths further back, making ten car lengths between the lead. While they're battling for the top spot, there was a change for the number five spot. It looked like Chris Buescher was able to get up and underneath the Eric Jones car. So Chris Buescher now back inside the top five, someplace he's been familiar with all season long. But Eric Jones is going to rally back. So Jones is still going to uh, try to get back on the back bumper of Buescher. But, Jeff, how about Ryan Newman? He's got every right in the world to run his line out there. But when you're a lap down and not in position for the free pass, how much patience can you afford to use? I don't know, Crew Chief. You've been in this situation before. You've got a dominant race car. You're out front. You're trying to get by a driver that is a lap down now in Ryan Newman. Todd, what would you be saying on the radio more than likely to your spotter, I'm guessing? Let's just be smart about this and understand who we're racing. Ryan Newman is one of the hardest passes in NASCAR. He, he's he's right there. I thought when he walked away that Joey Logano would be that guy, but Ryan's back, and I think he's going to race as hard as he can. It's not the leader. It's anybody he can. Let's check in with more with Steve Post. Absolutely what Todd Gordon said. The radio traffic for Tyler Reddick is stay focused. Just breathe. Nothing to worry about behind. When you get by Ryan Newman, you're going to check out on that race for second spot. So they're just telling him to stay focused and not worry about it. Now they're watching Ryan Newman as he battles with a couple other cars and trying to tell Tyler to take advantage of him when he gets into some other traffic. Truex going a lap down. Well, there is a bigger issue for Tyler Reddick than Ryan Newman. His name is Kevin Harvick and he is there, Dave Moody. Here he comes across the line. Kevin Harvick trying to run down and take away the race lead. The deficit was 10 or 12 car lengths. Now it's nothing. Harvick looking to the inside. Tries to put a wheel underneath Reddick. Can't get it done. Lap cars two abreast in front of Tyler Reddick. And that's right.
and that forces Tyler Reddick to go make it three wide as he'll bypass him. Now two lap cars in between that battle for first and second. Tyler Reddick holding on to the spot. Tyler Reddick had had enough of Ryan Newman, forced the issue three wide, and he went around both those lap cars of Stenhouse and Newman. Now Kevin Harvick has to do the same. And as quickly as that, Ryan Newman becomes Tyler Reddick's bestest buddy in the whole wide world. He's on the back bumper of Reddick, and now Harvick is going to have to deal with it. Harvick has bypassed Ricky Stenhouse Jr. to get around him, move him up, and move that lap car behind him. So now he's trying to work his way around Ryan Newman. Newman stays bottom side. Harvick goes top side. Well, Newman almost pulled even with Tyler Reddick. I'm just going to go out on a limb, Alex Hayden, and say that I don't think Kevin Harvick will be as patient with Newman as what Tyler Reddick just was. Right or wrong? I, I think you're right, but I also think Ryan Newman, now that he's been passed and put a second lap down, may not race Harvick quite as hard. And then again, we're talking about Ryan Newman. They're in front of Jason Toy. And they work their way back into turn number three. It is Tyler Reddick trying to work down inside of Corey LaJoy. Ryan Newman stays there with them. He separates him and Harvick. Well, you got LaJoy on the outside, Reddick on the inside, right behind Newman, and now busting out a lot. Here comes Kevin Harvick. He's going to go by Newman, and he is all over Tyler Reddick. Right there on the back bumper of the leader. Kevin Harvick is there. He looks to the outside. Reddick moves up to block. He'll lead him by a car length. Harvick with ease makes his way around Ryan Newman, setting the sights on the lead. Corey LaJoy right in front of Tyler Reddick. Here goes Harvick to the bottom side of the racetrack. Harvick trying to take the lead away. Meanwhile, Kyle Busch will come to pit lane. Others now peel off the racetrack. Side by side for the lead at the Darlington Raceway in the Southern 500. Tyler Reddick and Kevin Harvick. Harvick looking to the inside. Reddick goes way down the banking to try and block his advance. Harvick looks to the outside. Reddick blocks him there. It's like they're racing on the super speedway right now. Racing with their spotters, racing with the rear view mirror for Tyler Reddick. Trying to take away the line from Kevin Harvick. Harvick off the pace. Looks like he's coming down the pit road. Now they'll all start to peel off. Harvick, William Byron, all trouble further back. Ryan Newman goes for a spin, and Ryan Newman finally taken down there in the bottom of turn four. When Kevin Harvick may have just made it, although, Todd, you're shaking your head. No, here's the situation. Yes, we are under caution. When we go under caution, pit road closes. Kevin Harvick was right at the line. Todd, do you think he made it, or did he not? He was close. They do. They're doing the pit stop right now. I, I don't know where. I can't see where the commitment line is. They may have been over the commitment line. As long as they can get back before the leader gets here, they're going to be in a great position. This is a huge break if it was, quote-unquote, a legal pit stop. If he passed the commitment line in turn four to come to pit lane before the caution flag came out. But let's go back to Jason Toy out in turn number three. He, Ryan Newman, was closing in again on the back bumper of Tyler Reddick when he went for a spin. Also in there was Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and everybody was starting to check up for making their way down the pit lane. So first, we saw Kevin Harvick get off the pace going into three, which is normal to get down to the flat part of the racetrack to make their way and get it down the pit road speed. That commitment line is just past the apex of the middle of the corner. But the problem is it backed things up a little bit. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. getting on the back bumper, sending Ryan Newman for a spin. Well, this is a game of inches. We get it. We know it. And Harvick, his opportunity to go to victory lane or not, may be measured in a matter of inches. 
And the red light, based on what we are seeing, Alex Hayden, would have been on. What do you think? Uh, based off of what we're seeing on the NASCAR TV boards, Kevin Harvick did not get to the commitment line before the caution came out. So we'll wait for NASCAR Race Control to give the the uh, the explanation and the scoring on this. But Kevin Harvick and Rodney Childers and that team went ahead with their pit stop. All right, we'll wait for the official word. Uh, Harvick's work is done, but did he make it onto pit road? He had made the effort to come to pit road. He did everything in his power to do it right. Was it an untimely caution? We'll find out. Now, pit road is officially open, and here they come. Alex Weaver, you're up. The leaders bring the rest some of the field down the pit road. The first one taker on my side of pit road is Ross Chastain. He's just getting a routine stop. The same with Ryan Blaney. He says he's happy with the car right now, just asking for tires. The 31 of Justin Haley is not down pit road yet, but the 6 of Brad Keselowski is very happy with his car, wants to keep the same adjustment. Steve Post. Aaron Jones brings his Chevy Camaro in. Going to be four tires. Sunoco Racing Fuel. Tyler Reddick with that close call is in. Says his car is all right. Four tires. Sunoco Racing Fuel. The race off from pit road. Kyle Larson goes out with Tyler Reddick. And uh, they're the front two cars off from pit road of this group. Harrison Burton getting pit service as well as Corey LaJoy. Chris? Hey, a flawless stop for Kyle Larson. Four tires and fuel just a little bit tight on exit of three and four. They made an interpressure adjustment. William Byron was in. Four tires and fuel. So was Chase Elliott. But for William Byron, was near feet from getting caught like Kevin Harvick with the closed pit. Made the evasive maneuver and that could have saved the race for William Byron. Now there were two penalties handed out on this pit stop exchange. Both were playoff drivers. One was Michael McDowell who got caught speeding on the pit lane. The other Kevin Harvick for pitting when the pits were closed. So Harvick will have to start at the tail end of the field and a great night for the moment at least Todd Gordon has gone south. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tough situation but one you've got to be aware of. It's a split second call. You you almost have to have the spotter looking at it to see where it goes. It's a it's a tough one. You took the gamble there and, and you go pay the penalty. And the spotter being Tim Fidoa in this particular case had nothing, nothing he could do at that point because he was literally inches to the uh, commitment line. There was no way for Kevin to bail out at that particular point trying to slow that car down to 45 miles an hour. And, you know, it's, I think it's even more than that, don't you, uh, Alex, when you look at it? Yes, it's a, a, a major hit as far as the playoffs are concerned, but this was a driver that was battling for the win here tonight at Darlington. It was, and I can tell you, uh, the majority of the race fans in this sold-out sure. grandstand are not at all happy. Not not at NASCAR. There's nothing they can do. It's very clear-cut. He came in after the pits were already closed, so it was absolutely the correct call and the only call NASCAR really could make on this, but I think fans more frustrated because they were all hoping maybe they got a chance to see Kevin Harvick go to victory lane one more time. And with 40 laps to go, we've reached that point in the race. Absolutely nobody is going to give an inch, as was just demonstrated by Alex Bowman and Daniel Suarez. Field waits for the pace car to get off the racetrack, and we get back to the Geico restart zone for the green flag. Crowd comes to their feet here tonight at the Darlington Raceway. We have 40 laps to go. 327 down up front. 
Kyle Larson is back at the point. He's led 14 laps tonight. He'd love to close it out. But Chris Buescher and Tyler Reddick are there. As we get back under the green flag, Kyle Larson is going to get away, but Chris Buescher will look to the inside back in one. He's still got a fender underneath Larson as they race into turns one and two. Now he will slide up across the nose of Tyler Reddick. Buescher holds on to second, Reddick third. Buescher got a big push from his teammate and owner Brad Keselowski to get him out there in that second spot. Now the gears are going. He's starting to get it wound up. Holding on to that second spot, but looking for more. He is, but he's going to fade by another car length off the back bumper of Kyle Larson. Now Chris Buescher's got four problems, this time in the form of Tyler Reddick. Reddick is right there on his back bumper into turn number one. Buescher goes to the low line, gets away a bit, and closes in on the back bumper of the leader, Kyle Larson. Runs the same tire tracks as Larson through the corner. It was a little higher run this time for Tyler Reddick. Top three, pull away about four car lanes back to Brad Keselowski. Right now, Brad running in position number four, but the top three are bumper to bumper as they come across the line. It is Larson, it is Busher, it is Tyler Reddick. Top three are back in one. Chris Busher has won three out of the last five, and he doesn't care a lick about that right now. He wants this one, and he wants it badly. He is on the back bumper of Kyle Larson. And Tyler Reddick continuing to now push more pressure back on Chris Busher as they work their way back into turns three and four. Brad Keselowski continues to watch this all happen from the fourth spot. And he's going to look to the inside of Tyler Reddick off turn four. Nothing there. Reddick dropped down just a block, just a bit. Reddick gets a good run down the front straightaway. Right up onto the uh, to the outside lane. Trouble About right it. at the front straightaway. Todd Gilliland goes for a spin. Denny Hamlin is in the wall. Other cars begin to crash in turn one. Denny Hamlin got up and scraped the front uh, the front of the car on the wall. A couple of drivers have to check up to avoid him as he comes back down the banking. A multi-car incident. Todd Gilliland, Denny Hamlin, also tied up in this. Michael McDowell, he's got some serious damage on that Ford. It is crab walking its way down on the apron. That is a badly damaged race car for a playoff contender, Michael McDowell. Yeah, two off champ or a championship contending drivers, Denny Hamlin and Michael McDowell swept up in this crash on lap number 331. Kyle Larson, Chris Buescher, ready to bring us back to the green flag here at Darlington. They hit the Geico restart zone, and the green goes in the air. Larson is getting shoved down the front straightaway by Tyler Reddick. Chris Buescher stays right there. Buescher is right there with him this time in a turn number one. Larson, though, with a big head of steam in the outside lane. He'll take the lead. Here comes Reddick around the high group for second. Door-to-door Ford Toyota. It is Tyler Reddick will take over that second spot. Slides across the nose there of Chris Buescher. Buescher trying to mount a charge coming back through the field. Buescher in that third position. We are down to 30 laps to go in the Southern 500 here at Darlington. And we've got a battle for the lead. It is Kyle Larson out front. Tyler Reddick ready to bust a move. Looks to the inside going into turn one. Larson moves down the racetrack to take his line away. They'll fall back in the single file to the back straightaway. One car length separation between the top two. It's Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, three wide, further back at the top ten. But up front, Tyler Reddick all the way to the outside wall. Nearly brushes the wall. Now he's going to yank the steering wheel to the left. Try to dive down the hill off turn four. Here's Tyler Reddick looking for the lead on Kyle Larson. He got a big run off turn four, but not enough to pull even. He'll follow in the tire tracks. Take it to the outside lane. Larson drifts up in front of him. Reddick peeks to the bottom, but he doesn't have the momentum. Hard racing coming off of turn number two for the lead in the Southern 500. It is Kyle Larson. He pulls out by three car lengths back to Tyler Reddick. Reddick 
can't regroup. Trying to make it up the charge. Chris Buescher right there in third looking on, but he's got company as well in the form of William Byron. That is your top four as they come across the line. Kyle Larson trying to pull away now. He's opened up a three, maybe four car length advantage over Reddick. It's another five, maybe six. Back to the third place car, Chris Buescher. Chris Buescher falling back a little bit. He'll look in the rearview mirror. He'll see William Byron. Bubba Wallace in that fifth spot. About four car length separation between third, fourth, and fifth. Good. Racing at the front of the field. 27 laps to go here in the Cookout Southern 500. Up front, Larson trying to get away from Tyler Reddick. Meanwhile, the battle for third tightens up. It does indeed. Chris Busher's got a rear view mirror full of William Byron. Busher lifted a little early. Gasses it up early at the apex of the corner and he'll pull him off turn two. And he shoots out like a cannon coming off of turn two down the back stretch into turn number three up front. Tyler Reddick, he's regrouped. He's trying again. Two car length separation as Reddick goes down a groove. Down to 26 to go. The top two running right together. Third and fourth running right together. You've got Larson and Tyler Reddick. You've got Chris Busher and William Byron. Reddick has regrouped and regained four of the five lost car lengths from a lap or two ago. He's right there on the back bumper as they reach to the back stretch. Two-man battle for the top spot. Kyle Larson has the lead with his Chevrolet, the Toyota of Tyler Reddick. He looks to left. He looks right. He'll go, go all the way to the outside wall. Same thing for Larson. Larson slides way up and may have gotten the wall off turn number four. Reddick is there. Can't quite get to the back bumper. So Kyle Larson continues to show the way. 25 laps to go. So let's take a look at the leaderboard brought to you by Blue Green Vacations. Blue Green Vacations, the official vacation ownership provider of NASCAR, invites you to believe in the power of vacation. With Blue Green, you can create a lifetime of memories at our collection of unique, locally inspired resorts and enjoy exclusive access to VIP NASCAR experiences. Start your vacation journey today at BlueGreenVacations.com. We'll give you a look at the top ten and where the playoff drivers are running currently. Kyle Larson showing the way over Tyler Reddick, Chris Buescher, William Byron, Bubba Wallace and Ross Chastain, top six all playoff drivers. Chase Elliott is seventh. Playoff driver Ryan Blaney is eighth, running in front of Eric Jones and Chase Briscoe. That's the top ten. The rest of the playoff drivers shake out like this. Joey Logano is 11th, Brad Keselowski 12th, and Kyle Busch 13th. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is 16th. Martin Truex Jr. 18th. Kevin Harvick back in 22nd. Christopher Bell 23rd. Denny Hamlin 24th. And out of the race, well, at least trying to hang on, at least is Michael McDowell back in 32nd. You know, it wasn't too long ago, Dave. We had Kyle Larson hung out to dry, just figuring, all right, he'll take whatever scraps he can get after he got the wall back on lap 257. Now on lap 345, he is out front and trying to pull away from Tyler Reddick. What a difference 100 laps or so can make. You're exactly right. Kyle Larson at that juncture of the race was pulling a parachute off the back bumper of that HendrickDeathCars.com Chevrolet. Uh, he's got it in the wind now. And Dave, one of the things about it, they never quit. They keep pushing through it, and they have 
have done that to find themselves back up top once again. Larson just about a millimeter off the wall. Same thing for Tyler Reddick in three and four. They stay that way up off of turn number four. These drivers are getting all they can out of their race cars. Larson, Reddick, Chris Buescher, William Byron. Things tighten up from fifth on back. Doing the best of the business at the front of the pack when it comes to running the cushion up high at Kyle Larson and Tyler Reddick. That battle for fifth right now belongs to Bubba Wallace, but he's got company at the back door. Bubba Wallace with that fifth position as they work their way down the back stretch. That battle is with Ross Chastain. Bob down and out early. He is battled back, trying to work his way to the top five. Right now, Bubba's got fifth, and Ross wants it. They go side by side into turn number four. Bubba down on the bottom of the racetrack. They're going to come wheel to wheel, racing hard off of turn number four. Kyle Larson, though, showing the way. Tyler Reddick will not let go, Alex Hayden. This is going to come right down to the white flag lap. It absolutely is. And Chris Wilner, you described what Cliff Daniels, crew chief for Kyle Larson, told his driver after he got into the safer barrier. How important has that pep talk been from that crew chief? Oh, it's been huge, Alex. And he's still on the radio every lap saying the ball is in Reddick's court, not yours. Run your line. Make him adjust and do what makes you feel comfortable. So a lot of trust from Cliff Daniels to his driver, Kyle Larson, uh, right on that razor thin edge, as you guys described, around the top side of this racetrack. Pedal as hard as you can. 18 to go. When they come around next time, Kyle Larson up by two, maybe three car links over Reddick. Another five back to Busher, then Byron and Bubba Wallace. Ross Chastain right now battling with Chase Elliott. That is for sixth. All eyes, though, Dave, at the front of the field. Absolutely at the front of the pack. And if I'm Kyle Larson, I've thrown everything I can, and Tyler Reddick is still closer than I would like him to be. The difference is just four car lengths. Looking out the windshield will be Kyle Larson, but up front, it continues to be, like we said, with Larson, but Tyler Reddick, he is mimicking every line right now that Kyle Larson is able to stay right there with him. So, Todd Gordon, are these drivers at the front of the field still trying to save what they can out of these Goodyear tires? No, I don't think so. At this point, you've got to take everything you can. The racetrack's cooled down. I think you can be a little bit more aggressive with it when it's cooler like this, and the, 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 the pay window's open. You can see it 17 laps away. You're not going to save anything for it. All right, the drivers that pitted on lap 333, if you remember, Keslowski, Logano, some of the others, J.J. Allmendinger, they've come up the leaderboard, but they've stalled out just a little bit. Keslowski has come to 10th, although he's about to take 9th from Eric Jones, Joey Logano right behind. Uh, we remember Alex Weaver said that there was a big debate uh, with Brad Keslowski. Do they come to pit road or not? He's trying to pick up another spot in turn number one. Slides to the inside of Eric Jones. Can't finish him off though. Jones has still got a wheel to the inside. Now Brad will take the spot as they hit turn two. A couple of Michigan drivers will battle it out for that 10th position. Brad Keselowski will firmly take it over. Now he sets his sights on Ryan Blaney who's in that ninth spot. With 15 laps to go in the Cookout Southern 500, Blaney running in that number nine position, trying to get away from a fast closing Brad Keselowski. Haven't heard a lot about Brad, uh, about uh, Ryan Blaney tonight, but as the chips are down, he is in the top ten, but Brad Keselowski.
trying to run him down. You can see it on the racetrack and they continue to pick him up. And what, matter of fact, each time they come back down into turn number three, Brad Keselowski's making up another lane. This time, he rips the wheel wide to the left, trying to make a move with Laney. He's only got 14 more laps in which to take that Ford Mustang further up the leaderboard. Laps winding down now. Let's make no mistake about it. Everybody's going to wheel it as hard as they can, Dave. Ryan Blaney getting the fence just a lap ago, watching Kyle, watching Tyler Reddick. They, if they were running two centimeters off the wall, that's now even evaporated. Everybody trying to get everything they can out of their race car. That's exactly right. Either one of them right now are about a three-inch mistake away from ending their evening a little bit early. But uh, at this point, they've got to give it everything they've got. They've got to use every inch of racetrack. Laying it all on the line. A battle right now for the fifth position as Bubba Wallace continuing to hold on to it. But just coming off of turn number two, it was Ross Chastain looking to driver's left. Bubba able to hold on to it, but Chastain trying to mount a charge. As Brad Keselowski now trying to pick up another spot. Keselowski now going to work on the back bumper of Chase Elliott. Those two drivers are behind Wallace and Chastain. Wallace is being bothered severely by Ross Chastain. Oh, he gets a little sideways in turn number one. Chastain trying to take advantage, but has to stay on his back bumper. About a half a car length separation between the two, working their way off the corner. The Toyota of Bubba Wallace is there. It's Ross Chastain looks the driver's left, trying to make a move down on the bottom side. There are two very good four-car battles. One at the front, Larson, Reddick, Busher, and Byron. The other one right behind, and that has a lot to do with Ross Chastain and Bubba Wallace, Chase Elliott, and Brad Keselowski. Here comes the Melon Man. Slide job into turn number one. Across the nose of Bubba Wallace. Move Ross Chastain to fifth. Wallace to sixth, then Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott giving a good chase on Wallace right now, so Ross Chastain pulling away two car lanes. Here goes Chase Elliott looking down to the inside of Bubba Wallace along with Brad Keselowski looking three wide. He's going to go all the way to the bottom. Keselowski is trying to force the issue three wide. Can't do it. They fall back in line across the start finish line. Wallace, Elliott, and Keselowski. We're down to bare knuckles now. Final laps of the Southern 500. Bubba Wallace, Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski all in a giant knot trying to race just inside or just outside the top five. Keselowski calling back just a little bit, trying to mount another charge, but it is Chase Elliott. He's trying to look to driver's left once again of Bubba Wallace. A great run in the turn number three for Keselowski to pull him back into this battle. And again, that's a great four-car battle from fifth on back, but we need to turn our attention back to the front. Eight laps to go. Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, Chris Busher, William Byron. They're midway down the back stretch. Lap traffic in front of them. Christopher Bell, the slow-moving Toyota. He'll fall down to the bottom part of the racetrack along with Austin Sendrick. The leaders will bypass him to the outside. Chris Busher, about two car lengths off the back deck lid of Tyler Reddick. Trying to find some room to make that pass. Seven laps to go in the cookout Southern 500. Larson pulls him back to the corner. He's still got three to four car lengths in hand over Reddick. Getting a little bit closer now. Chris Busher, he's only two car lengths off the back bumper of Reddick. Then it's uh, three more back to William Byron. William Byron trying to make a good run here on the closing laps of the race here tonight. Byron trying to make a run on the backside of Busher. He sees the bumper about three car lengths in front of him. Six laps to go now as Kyle Larson. Then the rest of the top four. Reddick, Busher, and Byron have clean racetrack in front of them. It's up to them to settle the cookout Southern 500. Down the front straightaway into turn one. Larson continues to hold that four to five, maybe now a six car length advantage. Has he saved 
saved a little something for the end. Maybe he can pull away. Kyle Larson making it just about a millimeter off the wall. A sneeze, a call for something could disrupt that. He keeps it off the wall. All the way out there, not much more left to work with. Tyler Reddick trying to do the same thing. Five laps to go here tonight. Kyle Larson has been runner-up here three times. He doesn't want that tonight. He is at the front of the field and trying to hold everybody at bay. Giving it everything he's got, and it's working as he begins to slowly but surely draw away from Tyler Reddick. The lead is six, maybe seven now. And the battle starting to heat up for that second position. This is what Kyle Larson wants to see. Chris Busher looking for more. He pokes the nose of his Ford to driver's left as uh, Tyler Reddick bobbles, hits the wall a little bit. But will not lift, does Tyler Reddick. He's going to hang on to the second spot. Right behind him comes Chris Busher. The battle is on. Busher is right there on his back bumper. Looks down to the inside on entry into turn number one. Try to put a wheel alongside, but Reddick gasses it up inches off the wall and holds him off. Doesn't lift that foot off the floorboard on that accelerator. He pulls away, keeping it about one car length separation back to that third spot. But William Byron, he's looking to make it a three-car battle for the second position. With three laps to go, we're watching a good three-car battle, but it is for second position. Kyle Larson across the line. He is slowly but surely beginning to pull away. And Larson looks in the rearview mirror and loves how hard they're racing behind him. Oh, Reddick got the fence again. Got sideways on entry into one. Absolutely bounces it off the safer barrier, but he keeps on rolling. We'll see if Chris Busher can take advantage of it down the back stretch into turn three. He is right there on the back bumper. Chris Busher trying to put everything he can to make a mistake happen from Reddick. But Busher slips in the middle of turn number four. He'll yield a couple of car lengths. They come back across the line. Reddick has second. Busher and Byron right together. Second, third, and fourth place drivers giving it more than their cars may even have at this point. And it's all Kyle Larson. Make it eight car lengths now off turn two. He continues to pull away the battle for that second spot. It is Tyler Reddick. It is also Chris Busher and William Byron. All staying single file heading back to the front stretch. White flag is in the air. One more lap in the cookout. Southern 500 and Kyle Larson trying to do something that he's never done before. And that is go to victory lane at the Darlington Raceway. The Southern 500 less than a lap away now for Young Money. Tyler Reddick trying to make one last run at him. He's within four. He's within three. But it's Kyle Larson to the back stretch. Kyle Larson pulling away with it down the back straightaway. It is Tyler Reddick giving it all he has. Letting it hang out. William Byron. Larson is up there up front. Larson continuing to pull away. Looking for the Southern 500. Off the current number four. Here comes Kyle Larson. Joey Acock puts the checkered flag in the air. And Kyle Larson wins the cookout Southern 500 at Darlington. Larson wins. Tyler Reddick will be second. Chris Busher comes home third. William Byron will be fourth. Ross Chastain rounds out the top five. Let's go to Pit Road. Oh, the celebration is underway. A runner-up, no more. Kyle Larson gets it done. Cliff Daniels on the box. And Cliff Daniel, your wheel man, Kyle Larson, did it just when it looked like there was some adversity slapping the wall. How proud of you are the resiliency of your driver in this team? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say... Uh... I'm definitely speechless. This is a, a race that's so special to, to me and to him. We uh, we had it circled back in January as one that uh, we've never done and we've always wanted. Um, man, it's, it's so special. We've uh, been through a lot this year, and it's easy to uh, you know it's easy to doubt yourself. And he and I have had some good conversations lately, and I, I know. He's 
been doubting himself a little bit, but this team has never doubted him, and uh, today he didn't doubt himself. So all praise to the good Lord above. Uh, God was looking out for us today. You know, just a lot of things went our way. Um, had some adversity halfway through the race, but uh, everybody on this Hinder team just did a great job. Big thanks to Chevrolet, HinderCars.com, everybody back at the shop. Uh, just a great day. Southern 500 winner has that sound. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Thank you. Cliff Daniels, winning crew chief for Kyle Larson here at Darlington. That is career win number 22 for Kyle Larson. By the way, the right side of that Chevrolet is used up. He was in the wall a time or two here tonight, that's for sure. NASCAR Live Race Day continues on the Motor Racing Network. Three times a runner-up until tonight, and Kyle Larson window net down, and here he comes up and out of his Chevrolet. He will stand there and salute the crowd standing on the hood of the race car now and uh, shaking hands with the team members that represent Kyle Larson and Hendrick Motorsports, a Hendrick Chevrolet getting the win. Reddick, Busher, Byron, Ross Chastain rallies back to position number five. It took him 12 times to do it. Todd, Gordon, there's probably a lot to choose from. What do you think? There are. There's so many, and I'm going to go through honorable mentors, but uh, you look at Ross Chastain. We talked about early in the race being trying to keep that lucky dog position, putting the race together. Um, Bubba Wallace had a great recovery, but how can you go against a team that put the race together? Hit the wall a couple times, back their pace up. Kyle Larson wins the race. Absolutely. Now, let's hear from Kyle Larson as we go to Ruoff Mortgage, Victory Lane, and Steve Post. Yes, the Hendrick crew, they celebrated with Kyle out on the front stretch. Kyle Larson is waiting. Uh, he's sitting in the car. He wants to wait for the crew. It's all good. He wants to wait for the crew to get here in and get the celebration going as he sits aboard the car, and he wants all of the accolades here. So Larson sits aboard the car after that first win here at Darlington, the Southern 500. The crew members are now coming into Victory Lane. They were out on the front stretch with Kyle and celebrated, and he wants them here when he goes out of this race car and up on the top of the race car. So one by one, the crew members, here's Cliff Daniels making his way down here. Other crew members here celebrating here, the HendrickCars.com Chevy, and here he is, a Southern 500 winner. Kyle Larson goes to the top, and they are celebrating here at Darlington. Larson picks up the win. Down here with the crew, Kyle, a win at Darlington. What does that mean to you? It's uh, a cup win here finally, and, and in the Southern 500 feels amazing. I, I've wanted to win this race for so long. Uh, I've, I feel like I've been capable of winning here for a very long time now and just uh, make too many mistakes to get it done. So definitely made my fair share of them today, but uh, the car was tough. The team was tough, and uh, we, had, we had a great car, you know, so... Was able to, to hold them guys off. You know, I, I knew Tyler was going to be really tough behind me. Um, but when I kind of got a little gap on him, you know, the 17 was giving him pressure too. So then he was having to, you know, fo take his focus a little bit off of me, which helped me. So um, just great to win another crown jewel, get my face on that trophy. So um, just a, a special night all around. You mentioned in the wall a little bit. You made a mistake there, got in the wall. How bad was the damage of the race car? And how did you and your team adapt to that car at that point? Yeah, so I went into I went into uh, three there, and I just wasn't deliberate enough with my downshift and got hung in in between fourth and fifth gear. So I had too much speed, and then my you know I wasn't as close to the wall as I needed to be, and I got sideways once I got it into fourth gear and slapped the wall. So um, 
I'm sure when they peel it apart, they'll be able to tell if the tow link's bent much. It was hard for me to tell. I, I you know, I, I thought for sure it was bent because you know, we fell off so bad that run. I was so loose. But then we put tires on it, and then I was able to run the leaders back down, and my car actually felt better that run. So um, I don't know if I just got the tires really hot that time I slid or what, but um, you know, they whatever it was, you know, they took they took advantage of of the. You know, mishap and was able to get an adjustment in there to uh, allow us to go race. So um, didn't think I was going to be able to win at that point in the race. Was just trying to, you know, honestly just come away with the top 10. I was going to be happy with that, with having good stages. But uh, we're able to have a great day and get a win and, um, you know, focus on a couple of really good tracks for us coming up. A couple of real good tracks, but the playoff is win and move on. How do you approach Kansas and Bristol now? What are the goals here as you go to that, knowing you're into the round of 12? Well, obviously we want to win. <laughs> um, you know, if you can win stages in, in the race, you get you know some playoff points. So that's uh, something we don't have many of right now. You know, not bad, but uh, you know when you can win five bonus points goes a long way in this this final ten weeks. So um, you know, we'll see what we can do. The, the whole the whole playoff shapes up well for us, but it also does for a lot of other drivers. And and this you know playoff format is just so tough. So um, just uh, do what we can, take advantage of fast cars, and um, you know, execute like we did today, and, and hopefully we'll end up in victory lane more often. Congratulations. Thank you. There we go. Kyle Larson, he talks about it. The Southern 500 Trophy. Pictures of all the winning drivers on the trophy. And Kyle Larson will have his picture on that trophy now. Puts the win sticker on the car. Whole bunch of happy people from Hendrick Motorsports down here in Ruoff Mortgage. Victory Lane after a win in the cookout Southern 500. Congratulations to Kyle Larson down in Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane. Whether you're searching for your first home or your next, Ruoff Mortgage is by your side every step of the way. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how. Here is how they wrapped up tonight under the lights. Kyle Larson with the win. Tyler Reddick was second. Chris Buescher was third. William Byron fourth. And Ross Chastain was fifth. You heard from all five of those drivers. Brad Kozlowski rallies up the leaderboard. He'll finish sixth tonight in front of Bubba Wallace. Chase Elliott was eighth. Ryan Blaney ninth. And Eric Jones was tenth. Kyle Busch was 11th. Joey Logano 12th. A.J. Allmendinger 13th. 14th is Eric Almarola. 15th is Chase Britt. 16th, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 17th, Carson Hosevar. 18th was Martin Truex Jr. 19th, Kevin Harvick. And 20th, Austin Dillon. 21st, Ty Gibbs. 22nd, Corey LaJoy. Christopher Bell, 23rd. Justin Haley, 24th. Denny Hamlin will have to settle for 25th. 26th, Todd Gilliland. Ryan Newman, 27th. Ryan Priest, 28th. 29th, Ty Dillon. J.J. Yaley was 30th. 31st, Austin Sendrick, 32nd. Michael McDowell, 33rd, Alex Bowman. Daniel Suarez was 34th. Harrison Burton, 35th. B.J. McLeod finished tonight's race in the 36th position. Crown Jewel Race, Cookout Southern 500. It always is a pleasure to be here at Darlington Raceway, and we saw another great one here tonight. Yes, we did. We knew it wasn't going to disappoint, Alex, and it certainly did not. Uh, thank you to the people behind the scenes. They've been with us all weekend long. Craig Moore, audio engineer, Steve Fridley, broadcast engineer, Pat Jagers and Ryan Horn, the producers here this weekend, out in the turns and giving it all they've got. Dave Moody and Jason Toy and those busy folks down on Pit Road. Well, they were Steve Post, Chris Wilner, and Alex Weaver, the crew chief. His name is Todd Gordon, my broadcast partner. His name is Alex Hayden. My name is Jeff Striegel. We congratulate Kyle Larson, career win number 22. Kyle Larson is the winner of the Cook. 
Cookout Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.